0: Should I do one? Should I do one for shortest part three? Hey, all my zaddies and patties. It's another it's episode golf of the and
1: Patties. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh gosh.
0: What's up, my pod squad? It's your boy, Ryan. I'm in here for another episode of the Tee at High Podcast. I got my my golf caddy or my what is it the chunky caddy? What is uh what Chunk is chunky bag. what does chunky call? the the trolls on his page now he calls them like
1: oh comment caddies comment caddies yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) comment caddies that's what they are yeah that's so funny so what's up how you been
2: i'm good
0: man i'm good you ready to you ready to do this
1: i guess (laughs) (laughs) i mean if jeremy made it through surely i could make it through
0: yeah yeah for sure Dude, so I have done uh I haven't released it yet. I just released the one with Nick Delfico today. Oh, there you go. With all the flag. Rally. There you go. I like it. Get the players flag right there in the front.
1: We're gonna we're gonna I think we're gonna roll with this one, huh? Where's that at? At sawgrass, TPC sawgrass.
0: Oh nice. Yeah, I'm probably going there beginning of the year next year. For the first time,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get to finish. We only played like six of the holes, but it was still fun.
0: Oh, that's right. That was the chipper,
1: right? Yeah. You guys got, rained, got out. rained out. Yeah. Poor tone.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think Luke Letty was caddying for you that day.
1: Yeah, he was supposed to, and then uh, right as we teed off, or we're getting ready to tee off, the the horn blew and they called them in. Yeah. yeah they with us yeah he told me about that he was bummed i actually heard today he he told me he's caddying for morgan yeah in the uh corn Ferry qualifier and he said they're in the top 30 after the first day so
0: yeah dude he's excited man it's just for like he's trying to get on like a tour bag you know what i mean so
1: oh yeah absolutely he's I and mean, i've heard he's a good caddy too so yeah yeah he's gonna yeah, be he done for me and then yeah, it got uh unfortunately it got canceled.
0: Yeah, I had him on the podcast earlier this year and um next month, like in the next couple of weeks, he's going down to to Sawgrass. Actually, I think after he gets done working with Morgan this week, he's going down to Sawgrass. He'll be down there for the entire winter. So
1: beginning of the year I hope, next year. Hopefully Morgan kills it and they make it through. Yeah,
0: that would be fantastic, man. Mostly for Morgan because I know he's been grinding like crazy for the last year,
1: oh, year been, and a half. We've been grinding for the last year. Yeah. Big time.
0: And then uh it'd be awesome for, for Luke as well to to get that experience so finally, under his belt.
1: Finally get the yeah, exactly. It's one thing when you're cat like sawgrass would be a cool place to caddy at, but it's a little different when you're caddying for somebody that's competing. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Way more fun, probably. <laughs> Maybe more stressful, but maybe more fun. I don't
0: know. Yeah. He's, you know, and it's so it's so interesting to me, too. And I have so much respect for Luke because he's been surrounded by the golf industry his whole life. His dad was a PGA professional. You know, he's played golf his whole life. Um, and, you know, he's carried bags for such a long time now that he has zero desire to try to be a golfer himself. Like his passion is to be a caddy. Like he wants oh, to no. carry a bag for somebody instead of playing himself. And I just like, I admire that about him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I should, I should have tried it with him one time, you know?
0: So uh, welcome back another episode of the T at high podcast. I am joined today by Mr. Centercut himself, the uh, co-founder of the golfing outlaws on TikTok. Uh, Mr. Stefan, Stefan, what's your last
1: name, man? Roach. Stefan Roach. It's cool you you ask me now. (laughs) What's that? It's cool you ask me now. Yeah, I know, right?
0: Should have known earlier. Um, so you live in the Texas area, right? Are you in like the Dallas or the Houston area?
1: No, I'm in uh, Abilene, which is about two and a half hours from the Fort Worth Dallas area. Okay. It's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. (laughs)
0: I mean, honestly, dude, Texas is so big. Almost everywhere is in the middle of nowhere.
1: I know. You could drive like 14 hours and still be in the state. So (laughs) It's insane.
0: So talk to me a little bit about your history. Tell me a little bit about, um, you know, who you are. What's your backstory? How'd you get into the game of golf?
1: Well, I played it in high school. I started as a, as a freshman, um went to state my senior year in missouri was going to go to college actually went to college to play and then met my wife had a kid life life kicked in quick so dropped out of college naturally because that's what we do i guess had to get a real job and a little bit after that point i took a break from the game about 10 years I mean, when I say take a break, I mean, we played like once or twice a year, just in scramble tournaments or whatever. And then about two and a half, three years ago, I picked it up again, started swinging a club again, and pretty much now we're here. Started TikTok eight or nine months ago. Never thought in a million years it would lead to how many people I've met and the journeys I've already been on with it, but... The sky's the limit, really.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's it's so interesting how social media works that way, and especially TikTok in general, because um, there's, there's so many people that look at TikTok like it's just an app for teenagers or like little kids that want to dance around and stuff. And yeah, sure, there's some of that on there. But most of the people that I've met through the app have all been, you know, I'm 39. I've met a ton of people in their 30s, their 40s, even their 50s and 60s that just all share common interests, whether it's golf, cooking, um, reading. I mean, there's people that are entrepreneurs on there, just sharing knowledge. I mean, it's a really amazing app. If somebody has an interest and you want to find a group of people that share a common interest, that's the best way to go about it.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a group for everything. Yeah. You know, you, you got, you got to see the, the Southern Invitational. You got to see the little bit of the bourbon group. There's a big bourbon group too. Yeah, there there's well, like there's golf. a massive
0: bourbon group, man.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah, it's been a fun ride so far. Um, I've met a lot of cool people. Been I've traveled more in the last three months than I've ever traveled the rest of my life combined. That's crazy. So, I mean, it's been nuts. Where Where are some of
0: the places that you've been able to go this year?
1: Uh, this year, been. Been to Phoenix course, played uh, the stadium course there, TPC Scottsdale, both courses, and a lot of, I mean, a few other nice courses there. Uh, we, we did did the trip to TPC Sawgrass, got to play those two courses. Um, been to North Carolina, got to play Tobacco Road, and the courses that Dave's at. Um Played in Dallas against good, good member. That was fun. Um, Played in Chicago, Illinois, that whole area. Did a qualifier in Kentucky, did a qualifier in Minnesota, and did another one in Illinois. I I think it was in Illinois somewhere. And then, of course, the Southern Invitational in Tennessee. So, yeah, that's, that's like... Just the last three or four months.
0: That's <laughs> insane, man.
1: So I wanna... I've, been on a plane, I've been on a plane more in the last, in that time frame than... I mean, I think I've been on a plane two or three times in my life leading up to this last three or four months, and it's it's been nuts.
0: Fun ride. All right, so I have a ton of questions for you now. So first of all, where did you go to college?
1: Uh, it's... It was Central Missouri State University, but now it's University of Central Missouri. Okay. And I didn't go there very long, so it's <laughs> <laughs> I can't really reclaimed that I would I didn't I was redshirting, so I got I got bored with it. That was the other problem too, is I was redshirting playing golf and I got I got bored. Yeah. It got it, it was a different feeling not being able to go play when you're there, you know. You yeah. want to play your computer.
0: I was gonna say, so we'll just tell everybody you were enrolled. <laughs> I was
1: enrolled, yes. I did attend college for a little bit. <laughs> it's a true so, story, fellas.
2: It's a true story.
0: Um, tell me a little bit more about how did you end up being able to play a round of golf with Grant um, from Good Good? How'd that even come about?
1: So that was just kind of like a, he started his little series. He did a little series called um, Challenge Accepted on YouTube. And I knew he was in Dallas. Um, so I just called him out on TikTok and he responded. And about a week later, we were out there playing.
0: That's awesome, dude.
1: And um, literally, like when I got there to meet him, I asked, i that was the first question I asked him. I said, why would you pick, I mean, why would you pick me? And he's like, literally, I, he's like, I just opened my my app. and He's like, I'm not on TikTok very much, but I seen it and I was like, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> there was nothing more than like just blind luck, I guess. Yeah,
0: just happenstance stance and luck. <laughs>
1: well, That's awesome. Yeah, I got dude. a couple of stories of that too when I first met him.
0: Well, how did you how did you end up playing? Uh, did you guys what did you guys do? Did you do like a, a match play or a stroke play or
1: no? We just did a match play. How many and, holes? Uh, it was a nine, but we ended up going to a playoff hole. Oh, okay. So yeah, his little series he's doing is just a nine-hole match play. And uh I dropped four birdies on him. So Oof. he got he he it was one of the craziest matches. I went three up on the first three holes. I started off Birdie Birdie Par, and he was three down. And then I had a little streak where I was like, I, I'm we tied the fifth hole with a birdie. We both birdied and tied the hole. And then he won the next three holes. So then I was standing on nine, tied. We tied, and then I I thought he was going to say, "Let's just call it." And he, but he like I turned to him, and I was like, "So what do we?" He's like, "No, we're we're going on. With we, we ain't ending in no tie." No, like, no, right, good.
0: Go. no no good, good that day.
1: No. Nope. So then we played a uh, playoff hole was a par five, and I birdied it and and beat him. So Dang. it was fun. But when I first when I first got there. He had he had, had his uh his car had gotten broken into like a week prior to that, and they stole his clubs and all of his stuff. So I brought him a rangefinder and gave it to him. I bought like a I don't know, it wasn't like an expensive rangefinder, but just a rangefinder. So I said, Hey, thanks for accepting the match, gave it to him. And he was like, I don't know if that like shook him, but he goes to his cart and he's got his girlfriend with him who does the recording on those. And he I guess he forgot to strap his clubs in. <laughs> so, like, he, he takes off on the cart and the clubs just fall out straight on the concrete. His brand new Mizuno bag that he just got from Mizuno, straight to the concrete. So, I pull up in the cart next to it. I'm like, hey, man, I'm the one that's supposed to be nervous. Then I drove <laughs> off and left of there. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. So, so, he knew it was odd right from the get go.
0: That's but hilarious.
1: Now- He's, he's a good kid. Like he's, he's good. I say kid. I think he's probably 23, I'd guess 22, somewhere in there. He's young.
0: Yeah. I think you could still, anybody that's under 25, I think you could probably still call him a kid and get away with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like super much older than him. I'm only 34. So yeah, well, I was the oldest guy he's played and he made that known in his video. Nice. And you still beat them. I was an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you but said,
0: <clears throat> no, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say that's pretty much kind of like I had a, like a decent following at that point, but that kind of boosted it a little bit was doing that match. And then that got me involved in a lot of other stuff ever since that happened. So that was kind of, that was my stepping stone, I'd say. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And then you had, uh, I think your the one video that you have that has like the most views on your TikTok page. Is it the one where you're doing that flop shot over the net and it's, and it goes in the hole?
1: Yeah, that one, I don't know if it has the most, I did like a, a little vice video that has more than that, but, but that one was the first video that I had that actually got to a million views. And, uh, ESPN reached out and all that stuff like that was kind of cool. Um, the shot was actually insane and nobody, I mean, other than the guy that was there with me recording it, it was my second try. Jeez. So I, we were, I hit one before and then we went and hit some range balls. And then it was, it was like 11 o'clock at night when they were closing and they, they were closing down and we walked in. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go hit one more. And so that was it.
0: That's nuts, dude.
1: I actually just had somebody comment on that, that saying that it was an ed- that they're hearing it was an edited video, and I was like, "Yeah, good luck with that." <laughs> <laughs> the comment, the comment caddies. Yep, the comment you know, caddies. Classic comment caddy. Man, but that was everywhere. my first video that actually blew up with no, I guess no help or anything. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't promote my videos or do anything. So, and then I've had just the one from the, the uh, Southern Invitational did good. The Canon video. Yeah. I think all the Canon videos did good.
0: (laughs) See that launch golf, man.
1: That thing was awesome. It's like the ball fights. Like it's a cool, it's just cool. That's it. Yeah.
0: Especially when there were like a bunch of, there were a bunch of us out there, a bunch of you guys, cause I didn't do it, but setting up their eye range with the camera in front of the, in front of the mm-hmm. cannon and then shooting the ball at the camera, and, at the camera, like when you, and is it, is it DRAS or is it draws or.
1: Yeah. Well, he, it's technically d but I, DRAS. I say draws.
0: Draws. Yeah. yeah
1: he should <clears> have put a in it. Doing it.
0: <laughs> when you guys, uh, when you guys do your. Um, like your stinger videos and stuff, where you're hitting golf balls at cameras. It's the same thing, but launching that out of a cannon
1: is pretty sweet. Yeah. So I actually set my ca- like, I think that's why it did as well because I actually set my my good camera out on front of it, and I I it probably came this close to the camera. <laughs> it was close. It was almost an expensive mistake, but it turned out to be a good video. <laughs> and then Lloyd's funny. reaction in the background was classic too. Like oh, a little yeah. kid, it was perfect. He's hilarious, man. I, that dude's awesome. Yeah, he, he's he's a hoot. Um,
0: well, talk to us a little bit more about these qualifying tournaments. So, like, first of all, t- you said you took a break for ten years, where you only played like once or twice a year. I mean, that's a massive break. That's a huge step away from. I mean, you might as well just like labeled yourself retired from golf by oh, getting exactly. away from it that much. But so what, what triggered you to want to get back into playing (laughs) more competitive golf to the point where now you're doing like three qualifying events in a short period of time?
1: Probably, honestly, it was the match with Grant. Oh, nice. That's kind of what triggered it. I mean, I had no business going there, beating him, playing as good as I did. I mean, I don't ever like, I don't ever practice. I don't do that stuff. And then to go there, it's like a different kind of pressure when you're under a camera. I know his videos get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. You want to perform well. So with performing decent on that, that's kind of what triggered it. And then we did the whole, uh, you know, whole Chippo trip to Sawgrass. And that was the first time I actually got to play with them. And then that it was just kind of like a chain reaction thing. Yeah. Yeah. the qualifiers themselves didn't go the best, but I learned a lot, so I know what to expect in them. So um, what
0: are what are the qualifying events? What were they for? Were they for like corn ferry? Were they for Q School or were
1: they mini tour? No, they were, they were uh, PGA event qualifiers. Oh wow! So one of them was the Barbasol, one of them was the 3M, and the other one. can't remember what the other one was. It was a 3M Barbasol. One of the other events, they were all, they were all right kind of back to back. See, I did so well, I can't even remember. <laughs> um, dang it. I can't remember what the third one was. Was it, uh, it was, like really, the Wells Fargo was, or something like that? like that? No. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember okay. off the top of my head what it was.
0: Well, how'd you end up? How'd you end up shooting?
1: I carted the two worst scores I've carted in my life on two of them, and then the third one, I uh, I played with Draz. Actually, caddied for me in Minnesota because that's where he lives. It was actually close to where he lives, and I played, you know, better, but I still shot. I shot a seventy-eight with thirty-eight putts. So you're not mm. going to make nothing with thirty-eight putts. Yeah, that's tough. Getting, getting through. But just could not, it was really weird because I don't know if it's because of the pressure or what. And, you know, I, I had a lot of life stuff going on at the time too. So I'm. Just, you can't play, it's hard to play golf when you have anything going on that's not going as you wish or would hope to go. So those three footers look like about 10 foot when yeah. you're trying to make them. They, just, they would not, just couldn't get one to go in. Do you have any? uh, Do you have any? Me and Daniel walked off when we played, and he just like looked, and he's like, "Man, you have twenty eight putts. You know, you you made the cut by two shots. It was literally just putting. I think I had, I think I had five three putt bogeys. It was just, it was crazy. That's frustrating. (laughs) Didn't have anything more than a bogey. Didn't have a birdie. Just had." Yeah, you know, shot of seventy-eight with five three putts. So, did you? Um,
0: do you have any plans on playing any more qualifier events next season?
1: I probably will. Um, it's probably going to be spaced out a little differently, just because that was that was a tough tough to do that many that quick when you have you know. Re- real world things going on that you got to keep track of as well so probably but maybe like once every other month or something something realistic to where i can still work at the same time yeah because i'm you know when you go into those qualifiers you're competing against people that that's what they do for a living and uh oh no, my wife just brought me this paper Was it the Travelers? Oh no, John Deere was the other one I did. Oh, okay. John Deere. Sorry, sidetracked. No, it's okay. But yeah, learn. I mean, so in the PGA qualifiers, you got to do a Thursday qualifier to get into a Monday qualifier, which then gets you into the tournament. But I mean, the one, every one that I did, it was like one or two under got through the Monday or through the Thursday, but then you you still have to be able to shoot five or six under to get through the Monday, which is what majority of them are. So I need to be at a stronger point anyways, because I shouldn't, you shouldn't be going into those just trying to get through the Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to to cruise,
0: cruise through Thursday and then, you know, focus on Monday.
1: Exactly. So next time I do it, there's definitely going to be a different mindset. No doubt about it. Not, I mean, I still want to do it. I, I'm gonna. I like competing. That's why. That's why you see the outlaws. Yeah. I like competing. That's what it's all about. So. It's definitely yeah. going to happen again, no doubt.
0: Well, you know a guy that'll carry your bag if you need him.
1: I do. Luke's already. Uh, Luke's uh, already told me. <laughs> 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 no nah. yeah we were he was actually he was actually really sad when we when when the when the horn rang because i think he really really wanted to carry the bag for me that day but i told him well, it'll happen one day yeah or maybe it won't maybe yeah. they go crush it with morgan yeah that's where my hope happens
0: well i talked to i had james nicholas from the corn Ferry tour on my on the podcast not too long ago And he doesn't have like a dedicated caddy right now so i told luke i was like hey dude get in there you go get in that guy's ear um but uh i asked so i asked james a question about caddies because because he doesn't have a dedicated caddy on his bag he's playing on the pga tour canada right now um he's like picking up caddies wherever he kind of ends up right
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and so i'm like okay well are you picking up a caddy at a local event and relying on them to give you local course knowledge, or are you just asking them to carry your bag and shut the fuck up. And he's like, he's like, I just need them to carry the bag.
1: Yeah, exactly. I do. That's what he's going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm wondering for you, is it the same way? Like, do you just need somebody to carry your bag and they don't say anything to you?
1: I think, uh, I think it's more like the mental side, just keeping you focused. Like golf's So mental, And the moment you lose focus, it's it's hard. Like I find it's hard to gain it back. That's that would be the most. Not as much. Like I know yard, not know my yardages and all that, but just more the mental side, keeping you focused. I think is the most important. Yeah. And uh, green reading, you know, putting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I used to be a good putter. Dang it.
0: (laughs) Hey, when you take ten years off and you don't practice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a journey coming back. So
0: <laughs> when you are talking about staying focused, I'm by no means a good golfer. I'm better than a lot of, I'm better than like an average person maybe, but I, I still suck. But I know for me, like when I go out on a golf course and I am not thinking about golf at all, yeah. that's always when I play my best. So oh, wow. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering for you, if you had somebody carrying your bag and you wanted them to just kind of keep your like mental side strong, do you want somebody to just like bullshit with you the whole time and like talk to you about other things, not, not happening on the golf course, or do you want them to be dialed in and focused and like talking to you about yardages?
1: I'd say a mixture of both more importantly, just keeping your mind off. You know, when you hit a bad shot, being able to shut that door as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, Well, they say like you got the 10 second rule or whatever, you hit a bad shot, 10 seconds later, you better be gone. Yeah. Just things like that. Um, yards and stuff. I mean, that kind of, they, they do that kind of naturally, I guess, if they know, if they know what they're doing. But I think it's, I think it's way more beneficial for the keeping your mind straight, you know, like you said, when you go on the course and you're not thinking about it and you're not stressed out, you play a lot better. Yeah.
0: Are you a are you a guy that likes to look at the scoreboard and see where you're at and what you need or do you prefer to not look at the scoreboard and not know anything about it?
1: No, I look at the scoreboard. 100%. <laughs> 100%. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it I mean, it changes how you play. So, I mean, if you know, like, a couple of them I went off in the afternoon, you, you know that, you know, it's going to take one or two under to get through. you know? Yeah. So, and I will say this, I never did quit on one. And there's, there was a lot of people quitting. They play nine holes and then call it good. Nope, I finished them. I paid for that. I, I finished it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you paid to get into that qualifier. You might as well get your holes yeah. out.
1: You finish it. So it was a uh, it was very interesting. I cut like I said, I carded two really like two of the worst scores I've ever carded in my life. No idea how to this day how it even happened. I hit a ball out of bounds on a par three, and never done that before in my life. Oh, geez. but I did it in a qualifier.
0: I mean, were you? I mean, could you chalk it up to nerves or just lack of or just lack of time? in the situation
1: probably the lack of time just not playing competitive and i mean that and like i said i had a lot of stuff going on in my life that was kind of stressful at the time so you're putting so much rely you're relying so much on something good happening that it gets magnified when something bad happens so
2: yeah
1: um it's golf's you know it's a fine line it's like, it's so mental and you got to be so focused and prepared that it's just hard. And, and then you, you're going against people that are, you know, that they do it for a living. They've done it their whole life. You know, they're, they have people backing them, paying for it. They don't have to worry about anything else in life. That's all they're doing is playing golf. But yeah. Just got to go at it with a different mindset next time. So what's your, what's your day job? Uh, I do fire alarm systems. Nice. Um, Well, more than fire alarm systems, but fire in general, inspections, installs, um, bidding jobs, stuff like that. Commercial. Seems like you have a fairly. Most of my stuff stuff right now I I do on base. It's on the military base just because nobody else bids that stuff. Yeah, trust me, it's not fun.
0: (laughs) Do you do you own your own company or do you work for another company? Or
1: no, I actually started a division with with an electric company here. Nice. And uh, so I went on with them, and we started the the fire side of it. It's been about a year now, so that's about how long we've been in Allen. Before that, we were in Corpus Christi for eight years, and. I just, I did the same thing fire. I've been doing it since I got out of college, basically. Yeah. been doing the same thing.
2: Started That's from awesome. the
1: bottom, you know? Now we're here. Now we're here. Seems like you now have we're a fairly here.
0: flexible schedule now.
1: Kind of, sort of. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm a little overwhelmed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to recruit morning people for doing live videos.
2: <laughs> is, is that why I, I saw Clydesdale doing one earlier today?
1: It. I didn't realize that whole thing would blow up like it did. And now it's like, well, dang it. Now i got to keep up with it. Yeah. Which it's been fun. It's been fun.
0: Yeah. So tell us more about, tell us more about the golfing outlaws. Was that just your idea and you asked d to come in and help you out? Or did you guys like, both come up with that yourself, like together?
1: I don't know. Me and Me and Daniel have kind of, ever since we've met each other, I don't know. We've always had like ideas popping back and forth, like wanting to do group stuff and this and that. And then, I don't know. I The, uh, wizard of wedges, I was on a live one day with him and he mentioned something about doing. So wizard of wedges is actually the one that kind of started the idea, but I put it in, you know, went with it and ran with it. Yeah. Put it in the motion. So he's like, I, he's like, I think there would be a cool if there was some kind of like elimination, not elimination, but a ranking style, get people going. Cause you know, golfers are very egotistical, they want to be <laughs> top. So if you just do this with, with a top 30, everybody's going to want in it, which pretty much is what, what's happened. But just kind of threw out the idea. And then I had no idea that there would be this many people. No you know, idea.
0: Yeah. You're up to what? Like 124 people now?
1: Yeah. In one week. It's, I mean, it's barely a week old. It's That's not crazy. even scratching the surface of what it actually, I think it has potential of actually being.
0: You could do like groups now. So you could do like group A 30, group B 30, group C 30, yeah. group D 30. You could like handicap it too. You know what I mean? have everybody tell yeah, you what the everybody- handicap is. And then,
1: yeah, so I, like everybody has, has been asking, like, where's Daniel? Daniel's been the, like, so Daniel started the Instagram with For It. And then we talk about it all the time, ideas of what we want to do and how we're going to actually end this. Cause you got to have it some, you know, at some point, you got to have an end. Yeah. And uh, so I think we come up with a, a, you know, a decent scenario where you have 32 people who are contemplating, actually breaking that into two person teams once that cuts made and then, you know, still keeping the individual, but also have kind of like, kind of like LIV. Yeah. We have a two person team and uh, we're, and then the ultimate goal is when we get to, you know, eight people remaining, we want to be able to do an eight person all together on a weekend, you know, playing together and uh we're, we're seeking sponsorships for that um i think it's eventually going to happen somebody's going to jump on board and kind of learning stuff as we go on it like i said it i never expected there to be this many people this quick so
0: yeah sometimes you just have to like put an idea into motion and see where it takes you and then just kind That's of, kind of, of develop it, it at that point you know what i mean
1: it's kind of what it was. Just take the idea, run with it, and people like it. So <laughs> it's actually a very simple way to get competitive golf in. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's one hole, but it's only one hole, so it makes it that much more important. Yeah, yeah, you and I think. Come up... What's that? I was just, I was going to say we just the, the, our biggest thing is we need to come up with a way to to fix the tie the ties but i just don't know of a we can't come up with a good way to if somebody ties other than i guess we could have them just replay it again you know but we'll figure it out when we when we get to the point where we actually need it
0: if you just wanted like if you if it's easier for you to not have a tie if your guys are trying to attach points to it then you could just have them do like what you could have people do because a lot of times we're all playing at different times. So just tell everybody, mm-hmm. look, here's the deal. I need you to play your hole. When you get to the green, no matter what your final score is, I need you to take a 10 foot putt. Hit see, a 10. That was what
1: we thought. Yeah.
0: Hit a 10 foot putt. And then whoever's, whoever has the lowest proximity to hole. You
1: know yeah. I, mean? I think it'd be, it'd probably be better to do like 20 just so. You know, more than likely, it's not going to be made. So you got to, you know, keep yeah. it next to the hole. But but we, then thought that way- that. we thought about the like a fifty yard chip or something. But then people realistically ain't gonna. They get they got people behind them. They ain't gonna be able to go back fifty yards. And right now a putt would work. You yeah, just especially say, hey, you know what pick the easiest line. You know, uphill, whatever doesn't matter. Just give yourself a twenty foot putt. You know or five step take five steps whatever your five steps is and hit a putt
0: or you could even do like green and regulation or like fairway and regulation right like people might get par but they may not have had a green and reg so if somebody no. got a green and reg and made a par and the other person made a par but they didn't have a green and reg, then you could use that as a
1: tiebreaker too ooh ooh you're on something yeah i like it <clears throat>
0: But then, you know, that still opens you up to so like if both people get a green regulation, like then what do you do? So then you could look at it like, did you get a fairway in regulation at that point? Okay. Like you didn't hit the fairway. I know you got on the green, but you missed the fairway. The other person landed
1: in the fairway. So, so that's the whole the best. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cause
0: the whole idea is for you to be like figuring out who the better golfer is, right? Like that's the competition. Is yeah. I mean, that's better. the
1: ultimate goal is yes, we're involving everybody, but and I think it'll by. By the end of it, it's going to be everybody that's going to be left is going to be decent golfers. I mean, yeah, that's the goal. You, we made a you know a top thirty list Just by who so know. that you could have the best golfers in the top thirty. Yeah, at some point, and at the end, it's it sh- I mean, it's going to be that way. Now it's only one hole, and everybody has a chance, which is why there's so many participants, which is awesome. I mean, I I think that's cool too. Yeah, I mean anybody can go make a par on a hole and, and beat somebody that's better than them.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I can't. So I still can't the the believe I made a still can't believe I made a double bogey on that that hole, man. That, <laughs> yeah, that you f- three putt pissed <laughs> me off.
1: You, you let Chicago beat you?
0: Hey, come on, man. A- Aaron's probably going to beat me now, so I'm not even worried about it now. I'm just now. I'm just glad talk somebody –
1: talk about talk about a hole. She freaking swung and missed and still made a five.
0: (laughs) You know, what would be really cool is if I had an opportunity to call somebody out at some point, like that would be really cool. Instead. I just keep getting called out.
1: You do realize that you can call anybody out whenever you want. Right.
0: Right. I, right. I, I do realize that, but if somebody has already been called out by somebody else, or if somebody's calling somebody else out, those are two people that I can't call out. And so for me, there's no point in me calling out, number five or below because I'm number four on the list. Yeah, but so, check
1: this out. With the new rules that just got put out a few days ago, none of that matters.
0: I thought it was just if you were on the on deck list, you could only call out anybody on the on deck list. I didn't realize you could call out anybody in the top 30 too.
1: Yes, anybody on the on deck list, but that doesn't mean anybody ahead of you. So the whole point of the on deck list now is all about points. Oh uh, okay. So no matter because we've had so many people jump in now it's all about points.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't that's thinking it. about it that way. Yeah. So then so you're well, ranked, after I get the
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the ranking of the on deck is now all about points. Okay. And that's like the only way we can come up to make it fair because let's be honest, people that's a hundred on the list aren't gonna make seventy spots up. Right. You know, it's just not gonna happen. So Making it about points gives everybody a chance as long as they're playing matches to be in the top people that are needed. Well then if I, I know in the rules I said that I'm only doing two, but I, I think what's gonna end up happening is I think we're gonna we're gonna make a 64 person bracket. That's our I think that's what we're gonna end up doing. So there will be the top thirty list with thirty four people from the on deck on there as well. And then just doing it just do elimination at that point.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if that's stop. the case with the on deck list being all about points and no. the only fair thing to do if people tie is to just give them a half a point and be done with it.
1: Yeah. And that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're doing half a point for tying a point for a win. Yeah. So that's, we'll probably, I mean, we're going to leave it that way. That way it gives everybody the, you know, a fair chance. Now, the only bad part about that is, is we change it to where you can call out anybody on the list But I didn't put in there in a role, and I'm going to have to because I'm going to have to say you can only challenge the person one time. Because then everybody's going to figure out who's the worst and go start challenging that guy. That guy's never going to have a break. (laughs) So I'm going to have to put. I didn't think about it till not that long ago, but you know, going to have to make it where you challenge a person one time. That way, you're challenging different people.
0: Yeah, but anybody that's paying attention to the people that are losing can then go and challenge that guy that lost or that girl that lost. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that that one person needs to very quickly challenge somebody else if they don't exactly. want somebody
1: challenging them. Exactly. And fortunately, exactly.
0: this whole conversation isn't even going to get posted online for like another five weeks. So by then, like <laughs> none of these tips or tricks or secrets are going to be out there. So. <laughs>
1: Oh well, this you know. Hopefully, they they learn to to read uh, rules a little better. <laughs> I go have people go live, and it's like, dude, I don't know how. I mean, it has to be done with art with us. Like, it is. They'll 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 all figure it out eventually. I guess it's yeah. still new, so there's gonna be kinks to work out. There's. You know, we, we originally were going to do FaceTime, but then we found out you can't record audio on FaceTime because it's apparently against the law. Oh, geez. And, they, can, uh,
0: they can record everything going through your phone while you're eating dinner with your wife, but no you can't record a FaceTime video?
1: It makes sense. So, like, it wasn't working, and I kept trying, so I Google it, and they're like, yeah, it's actually against, like, a federal law that you can't screen record a FaceTime call. So, like, your phone won't even allow it. And I was like, well, I guess at that point, kind of sucks, but everyone's got to have 1,000 followers now. Yeah. Which that's the other crazy thing is all 120, I think we're at 122, 122 people, all over 1,000 followers. That are but playing. see,
0: that's the other cool thing about you guys doing this, though, is that now you've got over 120 people that are all included in this list. And mm-hmm. it's just going to help. 120 people grow their following. Right. Because oh, exactly. now there's people that I'm yeah. seeing on this list that I've never even heard of before. And I can go and follow them. They can follow me vice versa. And I can tag them in videos. And then there, anybody that follows their page can see more about that. So that's a, another really cool part about that is just helping other people grow their community.
1: Yep. So, I mean, that's the big point. And then, like you said earlier, you know, the, the big point of this is to, to find out, find the get golfers. Um, had a couple people come out of nowhere that I didn't even know about and, and put up birdies. And it's like, where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I put a list and unfortunately, you know, Morgan was on that list and he messaged me and said, hey, man, I'm doing the corn fairy. So I was like, yeah, that's I'm pretty sure that's more important. So, yeah, I get it. But he originally was going to was going to do it. But then it just it took too long. We have other people, Nick's on there. I'm still waiting to get called out by Nick, but apparently he's too scared. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've already messaged him about it, but
0: I still haven't got called out yet. You, you want me to get him on the phone right now and you can talk to him?
1: <laughs> no, he's probably busy. <laughs> I texted him about it and I was like, hey, man, are you participating in this or what? And he's like, oh, actually, I think it's a cool, cool idea. And I was like, that doesn't really answer my question.
0: Well, to your point, though, like, who's the one that's really scared? You could just challenge him. Well, that'd be going backwards, though. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, you could challenge him.
1: I I have somebody that's finally going to buck up and challenge me. So (laughs) O'Connor Coombs is going to challenge me. Uh Uh-oh. I asked him if he wanted to, and he's like, "Hell yeah!" He's nice. another one on that list. That's a good like. He he played in one of the uh, qualifiers that I played in. And he missed the he missed making it through by two. He shot a seventy-two, and it was a seventy that made it through. Oh man, he, he's a good golfer too. Where's he out of? I, what's that? Where's he out of? I think he lives in Kentucky. No, that's the one that that's the one he played in that I played in. He did or he played in at the same time I did. I was trying to get to meet him, but he he had a morning tea time and I had an afternoon, so it was too far apart. Yeah. And I wasn't in wasn't in the best mood after. I was okay. (laughs) But (laughs) Yeah, but I can imagine at that point now like we're meeting each other now, so Yeah, that's probably a good point. But, you know, I think, it, like I said, it gets people that are, you know, Colorado's doing a lot of – he's doing a lot of qualifiers. He's done a lot of qualifiers. He played like crap when I played with him, and I I feel bad for him. But I also whooped his ass that day, both (laughs) days. (laughs) I'm sorry, but not sorry.
0: You talking about the Southern Invitational?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I'm still pissed off about how that ended. So I'm so upset with myself. Yeah. So, so how day, did, how did you
0: let Cincinnati win on the last day?
1: I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to mention the fact that we play. We're the only group that played the tips. Everybody else played the tease up.
0: Hey, I mean, that was your choice.
1: That's what we were told to do. Oh, yeah. But um No, I was uh, so Nick, I was playing with Nick and I was one shot ahead of him going into eighteen. He freaking puts a two iron in the center of the fairway on that hole. I should have just hit it in freaking iron, go to hit him a driver, snap hook it in the water, made a double, and he birdies and beats me by two. Mm -hmm. And that's how my southern invitational ended. So he shot seventy two and I shot seventy-four. And now I ain't heard I ain't heard the end of it since then.
0: That's why he doesn't want to call you out on the golfing outlaws, dude. He's already got that W. He doesn't want to fucking give you a chance to get it back.
1: But but I beat him in match play. He beat me by five strokes on two of the holes because I had a double that he parred, and then I made a double on a birdie that he birdied. So I beat him one up in match play, but he beat me stroke play. So, yeah, technically he's got a dub. So that's why he feels like he don't need to play me, which is fine. It, the time will come. Yeah, he's he's a cool dude. We'll get he's, to play again.
0: He's already proven himself against you. He's just looking yeah, for know. better competition.
1: I know. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still mad about that that last hole.
0: Well, what are your what are what are your thoughts about like the Southern Invitational as a whole in general? Um, and then, are you planning on going to the second one in Orlando?
1: I think it's a ridiculously good idea. And I think they have the, you know, they have the right people involved. It's kind to everybody's motivated on that and scary things happen when people are motivated to do something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. It was a fun time. Unfortunately, we, we missed, I, I didn't get there for Friday's event. It's only, I was only there Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, so I didn't get to do the whole fun, you know, throw a ball. Not that I wouldn't, I I didn't, I don't really need my shoulder hurting anymore than it already does, but (laughs) you know, I I think it's, I think social media wise, it's been missing, like it plugs a gap. Yeah. Just like with the outlaws, it plugs a gap that, you know, the social media, just because they're social media people doesn't mean they don't like to go have fun and compete. And we had a hell of a good time, like. And everybody, everybody was as you know the personality. They were all the personality that you would put with the person. Nobody was there faking anything. It was a good time. Met a lot of cool people. Heard a few stories, you know. <laughs> Still some stories going on out there. Got stuff oh. going on right now, but that's with everything. Oh, jeez. I've had to put a couple fires fires out myself already with the outlaw stuff, so it's going to happen. And then there's always going to be that person that tries to steal your idea. <laughs> hey, when you but have overall, a- Overall, I think it was awesome, and uh, yes, I will definitely be attending the next one, for sure. Nice. And hopefully Nick's there. Uh- <laughs> I know he will be. And that Nick's actually a really cool guy, which is why I'm kind of giving him crap about it. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's he was, uh,
0: <clears throat> he's really cool. I don't know if you knew this or not, but he used to be, he grew up a competitive swimmer.
1: Yeah. That's what I was hearing about him. He's a competitive swimmer. Yeah. So he's competitive. Yeah. He's real don't competitive. About it. And then Chunky was riding with him. And he, like, after we're done with the round, Chunky, like, comes over. I've talked to him since. And he's like, you know, he said, Nick, the entire day, was talking about how you were beating him he said when nick got on that 18t he knew you were one stroke ahead of him (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah i know i know i'm the one that freaking blew up on that hole well
0: that's that's a perfect segue to my next question which was going to be what's your opinion did rory mcelroy win the tour championship or did scotty scheffler lose the tour championship
1: oh scotty lost it 100 percent. yeah i mean did rory do what he needed to do to win yeah but scotty shuffler lost it i mean you can't you can't play your final round of the year and shoot over par and expect to win you know
0: well and honestly i don't even know if you could say I don't even know if you could ask the question. Did Rory do enough to win? I think what you have to say is Rory did enough to put himself in position on Sunday to have a chance to win. Yeah, right. Because that's what those guys are always saying in their press conferences. And then Scheffler let him like just fucking lost. Like you're oh, the yeah. number you're the number one player I mean, in the
1: you're world. hole. Yeah. Disaster. Yeah.
0: Number one player in the world. You start the tournament. With a 10
1: I mean, underscore, score. Cruise control. Yeah. Cruise control until Sunday. Yeah. It was just bad.
0: You know, it actually makes me wonder. Um, it makes me wonder how much that, that rain delay on Saturday on the third round. So they had the rain delay on, on Saturday during the third round. And then when they went back mm-hmm. to finish their third round, because he was the final pairing, he got pulled off the course for darkness, and he ended up having to finish his third round the morning of Sunday. Right, then go and play eighteen on Sunday. So I'm wondering how much that actually like threw him off, right? Like that could easily throw a golfer like out getting, of their rhythm. Right? You know what I mean? I mean, but it, either way, it
1: probably threw him off. But you think at that point they're used to that, I guess. But maybe not. I mean, they're all. I mean, Rory's not young, but Scotty's still young.
2: Yeah. That's and also I guess
1: a big moment for him. I mean,
0: it's the first time he's ever been in that situation in his entire career. Right.
1: I mean, you can say, "Oh yeah, he won the major," you know, one, but that's there's more on the line for that.
0: Eighteen million dollars. Yeah, FedEx Champions, the FedEx Cup Championship. Like that yeah, would have been know, that would have been not, his fifth tournament win this season.
1: I don't know if you're the biggest Rory fan or not, but I'm a uh, I'm not the biggest Rory fan, so.
0: Oh, you're not
1: not the biggest rory fan
0: i'm I'm a huge Rory fan, but I'm curious why you're not that much of a rory fan.
1: Dude, he could have let the golf ball freaking go in the hole like come on What do you mean the The robot golf ball? oh yeah let the let the stupid thing go in the hole then throw it in the water. <laughs> like come on. <laughs> Rory's okay. He's he's a freaking it's about time he starts playing better. And he was due, but yeah, he still doesn't I want to
0: major know. though.
1: He's uh he's definitely pro PGA. There's no no doubt about it. Well, yeah. I just think it's funny huh. He, yeah,
0: of course he's pro PGA. He's the fucking yeah. whatever you want to call it on the PGA tour. They pay him two million dollars a year to be a part of the PGA tour like committee. Yeah.
1: Of course, he's. And probably- then he has the, like you have the, the I don't want to say guts or whatever, but to talk about that, you know, he 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 plays the best because he's not thinking he's not doing it for the money. Well, it's like so it, you're already rich as hell. Yeah, you don't need money. <laughs> That's why yeah. you don't think about money. But, I mean, it's good for the game that he's doing well. Oh I mean, yeah, hundred percent. But then I think I, I think. think- I think the whole thing was funny how PGA is making all these changes because of the LIV, but the LIV is so bad, you know? Yep. Look at all the, oh, look, we're going to put in another tournament at the end of the year with all this money. It's like, where'd all that money come from all of a sudden? Yeah. Poor Phil got freaking kicked, shoved. Now look what it's turned into. It's going to end up turning into LIV versus PGA eventually, I think. I think it's going to be each tour versus each other. Well,
0: and what I don't understand is, like, what is it going to take for the golf media and and hardcore golf fans? What is it going to take for them to understand – that LIV is a legitimate threat to the PGA Tour. They literally just took the a number 2. Threat. They just took the number 2 ranked player in the entire world in golf oh, and Cam like Smith signed is a him.
1: Huge I mean not not to mention Dustin Johnson. It was I mean Dustin Bryson. Their biggest the Bryson's their biggest pickup because Bryson's a he's a ticket seller. Yeah, People I think go to tournaments to watch Bryson.
0: I think Phil was the biggest one for Liv because Phil because was, was able, able, able to recruit other people. And, if yeah. it wasn't for Mickelson, Bryson never goes over there.
1: Exactly. And honestly, well, like Bryson's the- a sleeper grab because of the fact that he sells tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the most controversial player on the tour. He, but a lot, and people might hate it, but a lot of people go to watch him play.
0: Especially now that he can hit the ball so far. Like, dude, when he played at, uh, is it Arnold's golf tournament where he hit that for, at Bay Hill or whatever, where he hit that fucking tee shot on that par five, cleared the lake, bro, and like put himself yeah, like, 50 yards from the front of the green for a chip look at, shot. Like,
1: look at the crowd's reaction, how excited they got. Like, that's why he that's why was a huge loss. Yeah. I mean, nobody even really even talks about him going over there as a loss. It's like he's a huge loss because now those people that were paying to go to the PGA Tour are going to be paying to go to the LIV to go watch him play.
0: Especially because he draws a younger crowd, and what the PGA Tour has been fighting to do for so long is to get younger players (laughs) involved. And then, dude, I'm I'm hearing him talking about targeting Hideki Matsuyama right now. If they get Hideki Matsuyama – He's the number one player in all of Asia, China, yep. Asia, fucking Japan, like everywhere over there. He's the number one grab. So if
1: Liv gets that the deal, number one ticket seller outside of the United States for people,
0: they're going to have the entire Asia market. And then you're going to see even more players from, mm. from Asia go and switch over as well.
1: And see, I think, like you said, I like the people that don't think the LIV is a threat. LIV is a huge threat on top of, the funding, the money that they have, like, it's a huge threat.
0: Yeah. And it cracks me up when people are like, well, they're going to run out of money at some point. They're not going to be able to continue to keep giving people these large sums of money. I'm like, do you even, uh, do you even understand
1: where the money, like, money they have? Like it, you can't even fathom the, like they're, they're not running out of money.
0: Yeah. Every time you put gas in your car, uh, you're just shoveling money over yeah. them. So like, I don't and think they're running out anytime soon.
1: Cycle. It's a continuous cycle. it's never going to end. They're always going to have money. yeah,
2: yeah, the thing and is if, that the, uh, they realize
1: difference now too. yeah, they just realize that
0: they can't sit on bunkers of cash anymore, like they actually have to take that money and get it into some kind of a market and some kind of yeah. a system in order for it to really like stay legitimate and for that's them what so. they came up with and it's going to shift too like this is this is just in my opinion, this is how live is enticing players to come and be a part of their tour is by doing the format the way that it is, you know, the 54 holes, the shotgun start, all that kind of stuff. Like that's, a th- that's an easy way to get people to come over, but I think it will shift and change and it will become something different to be more competitive so with too. the PGA tour after they so get a certain number of like high profile names on their roster.
1: And you got to think like, this is just their first year and look at yeah. the dent they've made in one year yeah not even I mean not even a year, but it it'd be interesting to see what it turns into and I think you're gonna see more like i I don't think you're even close to seeing the end of the people that are actually gonna go
0: I don't either I think
1: people
0: I think after the president's cup is over, you're gonna see a ton more people yep. shift over
1: I think that's the after that I think is when you're gonna see a few more probably decent sized names go um Obviously, I don't think you're going to see Rory go, but
0: yeah, you know you're going to have like Rory's not going to go. Justin Thomas isn't going to go. Jordan Spieth probably won't go, but if he he's, does, I'm he's not just
1: surprised. Kind of irky, though.
0: Yeah, I think Fowler's going to be one of the next big names to go
1: over. I think. Yeah, I think I think he's gone, and There's I think the. Man.
0: I think the only thing that could keep Ricky Fowler playing on the PGA tour is, is his relationship with Justin Thomas and Justin Thomas, like leveraging that to keep Ricky inflating. And the fact but that he,
1: he did, he did hold his PGA tour card. Yeah. Luckily, because I I believe because somebody went to the LIV. Yes. He ended up at one twenty five, Yep. On the number. So that might, that might keep him in the PGA a little bit, but he's on the point of his career where, you know, it'd probably be, I mean, for him, it's probably better anyways.
0: Well, but, and we also don't know, like right now they're saying, Hey, you can't come play on the PGA tour. Right. But a year from now, the PGA yeah. tour could change the rules two years from now. It could be different. Right. So like yeah. for a guy like Ricky, who's definitely not playing at his highest level that he has in the past. Right. What better way to like, make money, take care of your family, rejuvenate your career to go play for live for a little bit. And then eventually at some point, the PGA tour is like, cool, man, like you can come back and play, then he's good to go.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why you're seeing the people that you're seeing other than a few of them, but most of the players are people that are, you know, what people call washed up or whatever. Yeah. Going to rejuvenate They're now. They're still good golfers. I mean, there's still good golf being played, and yeah. I will say this: they set up their courses pretty difficult too. Like it's not a cakewalk. Yeah, at all.
0: I've noticed that on the first three events, it's been
1: like they're tough courses. Yeah, and, and what I think they're doing it on—I don't—I don't think they're fans of the 22 under winning a tournament. I think they're fans of they want to make you know, par a good score. Yeah, more than anything. So. Yeah
2: and I um
1: I always I
0: always get a kick out of people that make comments about how like everybody on the PGA tour is so amazing and how like you don't see guys on the PGA tour shooting 8 over par and I'm like have you ever watched a fucking third round of a PGA tour event because I promise you there's always guys shooting 7 over oh, 8 over 10 over 12 That's over all the time. 6 over I'm like the problem is the PGA tour doesn't let you see it. They just don't put it on TV. So you don't know exactly. that it's happening. But if you go in there and look at the leaderboard online, you can you'll see s- it. You'll see the guys that are 22 over par after fucking three days or four days of golf.
1: You'll see the 79s, 81, 80. You'll see them. They just Dust- don't, they don't advertise it.
0: Dustin Johnson shot like an 83 a year or two ago. <laughs> and like one yeah. fucking round, you know what I mean? Like yeah,
1: they're all capable Which, of you know. having a bad round of golf. Exactly. It. Ha- I mean, it's golf. It. Free- it, ha- it happens. It's yeah. gonna happen. There's more bad than good when you're playing around at golf. I mean, you might hit two, two or three, like even for somebody like, you know, like Nick, who's a good golfer, or myself, whatever. I'd say four or five good, really good shots in a round. The rest are just how bad is your bad. I mean. Yeah. You might, and I really think that's about as many good shots as you, you know, a good player hits in a round. That's it. The rest of it's not where you want it to go. It's just you're twenty feet away from pin putting for a birdie instead of up again, you know, three within three feet. Yeah. Just how bad you're, you're bad. Yeah. Which is why pro, you know, PGA Tour players are PGA Tour players because their bads pretty still, still pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the difference. Did you hear that? They, they still shoot 78, 80s, you know, every single week on the tour. You see them, like you said. Yeah. They're there. You're just Did- not seeing it on the leaderboard because, you know, people get up on the leaderboard and that's who they feature. So,
0: Well, and because people that are watching golf on TV don't want to watch somebody shoot eight over par. They want to watch somebody yeah. shoot 20 under par. And so – the PJ tour acknowledges that. And in order for them to get sponsor dollars, like they're going to put the product out there that people want to see yep. the most. It's just that when you get a competition between two tours like this, everybody wants to bitch and complain about one. And that's what they lean towards. It's like, they're all, they all suck at golf. And I'm like, bro, just, just because the guy is the number one hundred and seventy eighth golfer in the world rankings, doesn't mean he sucks at golf. That means <laughs> yeah. out of 7 billion people on this planet, yeah. He's in the top 200 out of everybody that can play this yeah, game.
1: Exactly. Let's be real. Let's be real about this. They're it's still pretty, pretty
0: good. It's pretty high level, if you
1: ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be realistic. They're still pretty dang good.
0: <laughs> Fucking cracks me up, dude. Did
1: people nowadays? It's the world we live in.
0: Hashtag comment caddies, dude.
1: It's all yep, comment caddies. It's all about controversy now. That's what they've built up.
0: I notice you're wearing your chunky golfer hat.
1: I am. It's the first time I wore the white one.
0: You're always well, you're always it, supporting Chunky Golfer, man. He's a good dude. I I definitely understand why you support him.
1: Oh, he's awesome. I'm waiting for he sent the shirts. I'm waiting for the shirts to get here.
0: Nice, nice.
1: I'll uh I'll be wearing them in the Outlaws now once they get here. So
0: that's awesome. I'm waiting for my chance to go. My my uh, dad and my stepmom and my brother in law. And his fiance and my sis, my stepsister, they all live out in Colorado Springs, which is only an hour or two away from Chunky and Papa Chunky. So I'm waiting for yeah. my, my next trip to go to Colorado to see my family, and I'm going to make, like, an extra day of the trip and then go play golf with those guys.
1: Heck, yeah, you should. I got the honor of playing with them on that Sunday, so it yeah. was a fun time. We had a good time.
0: I heard uh, – And he's a good golfer, too. Yeah, he's a really good golfer. Yeah, when I when I had uh, when I talked to him on the podcast, one of the nice. things that we talked about is he's got a really bad ankle from playing basketball, <clears throat> and uh, he has a hard time shifting his weight on his foot. So he said, like his left foot, his front foot, he has to basically pivot on his heel while he's like taking his swings to shift his weight. Mm-hmm. Otherwise his ankle gets like super painful. And so he has this like weird hitch that he has to maneuver around inside his golf swing,
1: but he's still really good at golf, which is awesome. Yeah. You make, you make it work. Yeah. I know my swing is not the prettiest, but it works. That's the thing, man. I, like I, I look at videos of my swing and I'm like, that's an ugly swing. <laughs> it ain't no freaking grant Horvat swing. That's for sure nice you know tech it's not technically sound i swing it hard though but it's like sneaky fast
2: yeah
0: hey but it doesn't have to look pretty as long as it scores better
1: exactly it's all about scoring and how you get there it's how it's how you end it not how you start
0: But then you get guys like Nick Del Fico that have a really good looking swing, and they still beat you in golf. And so then they have like the best of both worlds, where like they score right and they look. Uh, Wait,
1: wait, rub it in. Appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, now I'm definitely gonna have to play him. It's going down next time I see him. A little punk.
0: (laughs) Well, he's definitely going to Orlando. So, and I heard
1: definitely going to go to there's no way i'm missing that
0: i heard there were a lot of people making a lot of recommendations on which groups to get paired up with all three days at the first southern invitational so i don't even want to begin to think about what this next one is going to be like with people begging and pleading and borrowing and stealing to try to get paired up with
1: certain people i know i can only imagine what they're going to go through Probably, I mean, it'll be fun ultimately, but it's probably going to be a pain. Yeah. And they got to deal with people like me and you. Yeah. I mean, they come out and, you know, act like we run the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was, you know, the funniest part of that whole thing was when we went out when I was on Sunday to go play and freaking Chunky was in a golf cart with a flat tire. What? I didn't even know that. <laughs> So we we're like pulling out to go out to the to start. And I like, I look over, and I'm like, dude, your tire's flat. And he's like, whoa, oh, a fat joke. And I was like, no, your tire's flat.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so he pulls over, and I guess uh, TY was recording. And I was like, I'm glad you're getting this on camera. But I was like, that was pretty funny.
2: That that's is how hilarious.
1: He's a funny guy. That's what he's about. He's about having a good time. Yeah. That's hilarious, was- dude. I wish I could be personality wise more like him when I'm playing. Then it would probably, I'd probably be better at golf than I am. <laughs> don't take it so serious all the time.
0: Yeah. It's hard not to, especially if you're super competitive. Like I tell people all the time, I'm so competitive. I would never let my grandmother beat me in a board game. Like,
1: yeah. So it's hard. Like when you're competitive, you don't want to lose. No. I mean, look, I, I mean, Nick beat me and I ain't heard the end of it. So I've heard it about 10 times already. What's that
0: what's that saying? It goes something like, um,
1: But you know what? But you know what? Cincinnati beat Nick.
2: Yeah, he did. I mean Cincinnati beat all of you guys. He beat all yeah, of exactly.
1: us. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? We ain't heard the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it in like every video that he posts. And I guess until he gets beat, I guess he has the right to, I guess.
0: You should like make one of his you should take one of his videos and repost it on your page, like remake it on your page, but put just like a giant asterisk. Like up at the top of it and be like, but did you play from the tips?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Were you
0: playing from the seniors' tees or? <laughs>
1: yeah. It, it it riles Chunky up too. So <laughs> he's. He he, I mean, he's posted, a really good golfer though. He actually posted but took it down. He's like, man, I I didn't. It, the video came off worse than what I wanted, and he's like. Like I'm pretty sure he can handle it, but it's okay. Like oh, I mean, he, he's dishing it out, so I mean, if you're dishing it out like he is, you got to be able to take it back.
0: Oh, he can take it back for sure, and I bet he's waiting for somebody to give it back to him.
1: Yeah, but we'll, we'll just have to sell it next time when we go it's in November. I guess it's still a long time to wait though. Yeah,
0: I do. Well, I do work up in Cincinnati pretty frequently, so I think like the the last quarter of the year, the last three months of the year, I'll probably be working in Cincinnati. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go out and play at least one round, if not two rounds. I would imagine he
1: probably plays every day. Yeah. Be my guess. I don't know what he does, but I'm sure he plays every day.
0: Or is, or every day he has the ability to, you know what I mean?
1: So who's the, uh, in your opinion, from the whole weekend, who was the most interesting person that you met most in a good, like in a good way. Yeah. Most interesting
0: person that I met. Um, man, that's a really good question. Honestly, I think othi shortest part of three.
1: Yep. That's it. <laughs> Dude. He, he, in a good way, he's, so, that he's out playing. Like he's, he's supposed a- to be as a playing golf. Yeah. since Then. Yeah. So it got him out playing. I mean,
0: He's just a character, man. Like, and what's so f- what's so
1: funny? Well, he about showed up it. with a spin screen on and everything. I was like, oh, oh I yeah. thought you were doing that for a video.
0: <laughs> no, dude, he's he's just a character, bro. Like he even he even made videos leading up to the Southern Invitational about how he had not played any golf other than that little short part oh, yeah, four
1: foot.
2: Yeah,
0: and he was just like, Oh man. So he
1: did a video like uh, unzipping his, you know, the care or the the case or whatever from the you know the flying case. Yeah. And they had four clubs. And I messaged him I said, Hey, do you really only have four clubs? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Borrowing clubs he's like TY or, or Justin loaned him a set of irons or something. Yeah. Yeah. like, no kidding. It's awesome. <laughs> really man. Four clubs. It's so funny. But he's posted videos of playing like he's been playing golf. So that's cool. Well and then he's he did the, the- when we did the mixer on Saturday
0: night, he showed up like dressed up as one of his characters that he makes videos oh, yeah. out of. Like, I, I remember, I see. yeah, yeah. No, he's
1: definitely he's a, he's a character.
0: I'll tell you this: for he's he's got like a theater background, um, and man, mm-hmm. you want to talk about the perfect social media app for a guy that loves theater and loves creating characters and loves to act. and loves to like make videos i mean and and honestly dude like i told him when i met him face to face i was like bro some of your videos are like short films
1: exactly and you're doing this you know by yourself imagine if you actually had somebody doing it with them that you know that was in that industry yeah you know like when he like he's done a couple peaky blinders videos yeah yeah
2: So anybody listening to this, he he
0: does the roles pretty well too. Anybody that's listening to this, you need to get on TikTok. You need to go look up shortest par three. Um, Othi Swearinger, I think, is his last name. Dude is you
1: will not, you will not, it will not disappoint. No, no, you could spend a day scrolling through his stuff and not not get bored. Yeah.
0: You want to go down a rabbit hole of golf TikTok videos, man. That's that's the guy, dude. I mean, he's doing videos world. where he's like sitting in his car, like he's sitting in his car, but he's got the camera outside the car looking yeah. at him with his window down, yeah. and then he like he plays like a, a dude. It's it's insane, man. It's like like he goes
1: the extra mile for the videos. Yeah,
0: yeah he's not playing around, dude. And we even yeah. we we even asked him, we even asked him to make a specific video at one point, and he goes that doesn't fall. That doesn't fall within my genre of videos that I make, so I'm not going to do it.
1: Oh, dang it.
0: <laughs> and I was like, That's- I was super sad, but I also understood it too. Like, I get it, bro. Yeah. But at the yeah, same yeah. time, like one, and then you can like post it and delete it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just leave it up for like, you know you know, half a day, call it good.
0: Yeah, you know it'd be so funny if he did the video that we asked him to do. He posts it, and it's like the biggest—it's the biggest success video that he's ever done. And he's like,
1: probably would be right. That's (laughs) how it works. Then he'd be like, he'll just be sitting there, like doing this. Do I delete it? Do I not? Yeah. Do I take it down? Do I not? I don't know what to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Was there was there anybody uh, at the first one that you were like excited to meet in person?
1: excited to meet in person uh chunky is one of them um and i'd say wow i've I've followed him for a while so and plus three i I only got to meet plus three briefly but i was kind of sad he didn't get to play on sunday but i met him briefly
2: i've played
0: two or three rounds of golf with him now he and i only he and i live like 30 minutes he's a good golfer too right Oh, dude, he's – yeah, he's a very good golfer. Yeah, that's what I figured. He honestly kind of got fucked because um, <clears throat> he had a scholarship to play college golf and basically, like, completely destroyed his knee in one of his legs. Oh, no. And that injury was, like, the end of his competitive golf career for, for a long time. That's but fun. he, But he's still a scratch golfer, and the dude, like yeah. – he and I played around a round of golf a couple weeks ago, and we played a par 72. I think he finished around even or two over, or something like that. And he was like, yeah. Ah, that was a bad round of golf for me. Yeah. And I'm like, Shut You're the like, fuck what up. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we played another round. I took him to a golf course. It's like 10 minutes from my house. It's like par 70. And he's two under after three. Like, he went, um, par par so it's a it's a par four a par three and a par five so he goes par par eagle and i'm like fuck dude and then no. all he did was just like par the rest of the holes the rest of the day
1: so that's the other thing that kind of sucked because uh we did that like whole uh were you there on the shootout or no and we did this little shootout
0: um I don't think so. at oh. the southern at the southern invitational
1: oh no it was t it was ty that came. yeah remember. i wasn't there but we did like a whole shootout at the end with like some of the Chippo people.
0: Oh, was it the and- last the last day after like everything wrapped yeah. up and then you guys went back to Cattails, right?
1: Yeah, to the yeah. horse by the hotel.
0: Yeah, I was just driving home that, at that point.
1: So we played that round and we were doing the shoot. Like we started doing the shootout on, I think the seventh or eighth hole. We only got, like we had to turn the carts in. We only played 13 and I was five under through those 13. Like Jeez. the round and it's like, of course we have to turn the carts in and can't finish. And then like, we're driving through the holes and I'm just like, Oh, that hole looks like a birdie hole. Oh, that little looks like a birdie hole. I was like, dang, this could have been a good round. Yeah. But Jeremy was the, it was me and Jeremy final. And it, I ended up, we tied a par three and then went and played. It was like a 285 yards of super downhill on the uh, course by the hotel. And oh then, yeah. I,
0: that par four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So was like, it's a drop down yep. and Jeremy went up and hit a three wood off tee and pulled it a little bit. And then I put a two iron to like probably 15 feet and then made the putt. And that was, that was the end of that. <laughs> that put me, that put me to five under through 13. And I was like, yep. And here we are. We can't freaking can't finish, but it was fun.
2: What are you, uh,
0: what are you looking forward to the most on the next one?
1: Being there for the whole event? Yeah. Yeah, I I was like a last-minute decision. Um, I had talked with, you know, T.Y. a little bit before, and it was literally like a last-minute decision to even come. And at that point, it took me out of Friday, you know, being a little more prepared for the next one, for sure. You know, get there for the whole event. Um, And I guess meet even more people because it's going to be even – more nuts this next one so yeah i keep hearing you know that there's secret stuff and stuff's going to get announced i'm still waiting
0: they're good about trickling out information a a little at a time to keep people like excited about it i mean those guys
1: that's exactly what they're doing
0: (laughs) they they used to own and run um an escape game
1: yeah business. that's what i heard that's what and so
0: about so like their creativity and then their ability to like build yeah. anticipation and stuff like that it's spot
1: on for sure Although i did hear them say something about hoverboards and i might draw the line on hoverboards because <laughs> I, I i have a bad knee i have a bad knee as it is and i i can't afford to uh lose that knee again yeah i don't blame you over, over a hoverboard <laughs> So, if I have to play a hole in a hoverboard, that might be an issue. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't need anybody, like, breaking arms or legs or tearing knees or getting concussions.
1: Yeah, I mean, it ran – the whole tournament ran pretty pretty smooth for it being a first-time tournament. Yeah. We only, we only had one – it was like one little incident of people hitting balls into people multiple times. Got a little oh. heated for a second at the end of it.
0: Yeah, I heard. Uh, I think Nick hit it. Hit, a, they Nick hit, hit a the wrong
1: group. They were hit hitting into the bourbon guys. You don't hit into the bourbon guys. <laughs> 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 they weren't having it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn young, damn young kids.
0: I think Charlie horrific golfer was in one of those groups, and yeah. they said like three holes in a row they got hit into, and I was like,
1: they were pretty upset. They were pretty upset. I mean, rightfully so. Nobody wants to be, you know, have balls being getting hit into them. Yeah. I mean, we're all golfers. We should know better than that. Lesson learned. Learned it the hard way. Yeah. Did uh, other than that, it ran pretty smooth. I'd say. Who who was it in the
0: golfing outlaws that lost their golf ball? Have we found that golf ball yet? No. Cole.
1: Cole. Yeah. Train, Right. No. Nope, he still has not found the golf ball.
0: Uh, wow, wow, we've had
1: some interesting moments already. I mean, missed two foot putt, duff chips, a shanked putt. Oh, the shanked putt, in. dude. The that shanked was putt that's the first time I've ever seen somebody shake a putt.
0: And not only did he shank it, but it only went like six feet from oh, where I he was standing, too. It's not like he shanked it and launched it 50 yards away.
1: No, it was right there. <laughs> We had Aaron swing and miss, but still make a bogey.
0: (laughs) Oh, geez.
1: And finally, we're starting to see some better scores. It took a long time to get that first birdie.
0: Who was the first one to get a birdie?
1: Uh, PMC golf. Okay. And then since then, we've had Colorado golfer got a birdie. Um, Connor Coombs got a birdie in his match with Cincinnati. Um. Somebody else made a birdie. I think there's been one more. But uh, we've seen some epic saves, some epic. Was <laughs> live today. Two holes in a row, two tens in a row. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's been good, been good and bad. But I think it's good for everybody. I mean, at, at most with them doing this, when you have it get together like the Southern Inventation, at least they're going to be a lot more comfortable being around people. Yeah, I agree. Some people get nervous when they're around people. And I think that that's going to, that's going to help a lot of those people.
2: Yeah. The other especially, thing too,
1: especially for like loaded potato, you can tell he gets nervous and it's like, eventually he's going to get over it. But until then we're going to let him know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think, um, you know, the other part about it, too, is that there's so many there's so many of us on this list of people that we know, like, we're not that great at golf. Right. Like, yeah, we just love making golf content and we love having golf, like playing golf. And it's just a really fun way to, like, be competitive with it without having to worry about playing 18 holes or exactly spending money on tournaments and like all that other kind of nonsense. So um I'm excited for it. I'm excited.
1: I think it's to, a like, home run. I think it's a home run format yeah i think it's got like like we're we're coming up with ideas of you know once we do the get it down to a bracket of maybe do we do we do a you know make it a three hole where you do a par three a par four and a par five but keep it in that window of acceptable range because i mean like the role like that's the other thing. You're getting to see all these different holes that people are playing. Yeah, they're all close to 400 yards, but every single hole is different, you know? Yeah. But in reality, it's still a 400 yard hole. So now the people in Colorado are at a huge advantage. Yeah. So Colorado Golfer and Chunkier, you know, it kind of sucks playing them because they're going to be 50 yards or closer to the green if they hit a decent ball.
0: Yeah, but they still got to hit a 50-yard wedge shot.
1: They'll have to hit the shot regardless. So Yeah.
0: And to be fair, though, like Nick Del Fico could go play a 400-yard par four in New York and still hit a 350-yard drive and be 50 yards out, too. Yeah, I mean, you know so I mean?
1: could go play a hole on base here where I play at, or, I mean, where I'm at, that's 405. But, I mean, I could put a drive on the green. Yeah. A, a because of how dry it's been.
0: You <laughs> know, just roll. B,
1: it's a, it's a dog leg, right. That I can cut the corner on. So yeah, I can put it right up. It's still a 400 yard hole though. Yeah. So
0: yeah, there's a hole like that at my course where it's a dog leg to the right. And if I cut the corner, it'll play 400 yards, but I could knock that down to, I
1: mean, if you it, like for that hole, if you can hit a, if you can carry a ball 250. Yeah. it's going to roll out and you're going to be within, you know, Even people that don't hit it long are still a chip into that green, even for a 400 yard hole. So, I've been next to that green multiple times, you know, chipping onto it. Yeah, Um, it's all in how you want to do it, and I'm not telling. Like, I didn't put no restriction. It has to be a hard hole, right? Simply a 400 yard hole. Yep, that's it.
0: And there are some so people that are I picking
1: you want to. There
0: There's some people that have picked difficult holes. Like I've heard one per like one or two people be like, Yeah, this is the hardest hole on the course. This is the one that I'm going like, with. And I'm like, why would, would
1: you do, do that? Like <laughs> I wouldn't even do it. Yeah. Hell no, I ain't gonna do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Pedo played his hole. I'm pretty sure this is the number one handicap on this course. What are you oh, doing? Man. <laughs> why? <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself?
0: Honestly, uh, there was somebody that played a par five, but they picked a different tee box and shortened it down to like a 400 yard and then played yeah, it as a par cool. four.
1: Yeah, so Blake's course, that he I guess he lives on a nine-hole course, and they're all short. Yeah. So I, I gave him the option of teeing up from the front on a par five, which put it at like 420, I think, or 418 or something like that. But – still had a little bit of a disadvantage, but it, it gets him in the being able to play. So,
0: you know, what's so funny about this too, is that it, it makes you think about what tee box to play from as well. So normally I would play from like one tee box in front of the tips. Like I could play from the tips because I have enough length to, but I don't have enough accuracy right now in my game to play that far back. Right. But I did that 12 hole match or I did that one hole match against Lloyd. I shot a double bogey on that hole. And then I went and played the rest of the golf course. Like I went back to the clubhouse paid to play nine holes. I went back and played the back nine, which is I had to go back and play that same hole that I shot the double bogey on. Right. Finished that nine. I came around to hole number one. And on this golf course that I play at, the first hole is one of the most difficult holes on the entire course. It's got like a 20 or 30-yard wide creek in front of the green. The green is slanted left to right. It goes from front to back. So the back right corner of the green is 20 year, twenty yards further back than the front left, and the center of the green oh, wow. is 10 yards further back than the front left. So depending on where the flag is, you have to readjust your shots. So I go back. I play that hole from the tips, roast a three-wood right in the middle of the fairway. I've got a pitching wedge from like 135, 140 yards out hit a pitching wedge onto the green. The thing spins 10 feet back and finishes on the fringe. And then I two putt for a par. And I'm like,
1: Yeah.
0: I'm like, I'm like, this is a, this is a hole that I consistently make a double or a triple bogey on any other day of the week that I play from a forward tee box. I played it from yeah. the tips. I made a par. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I can't even count how many people play their hole and then message me like an hour later about how they played so good after that hole that they played. Yep. And like even PMC, who was the first birdie, he, he just played his second match and he, he, made, he made a double. And then he messaged me a little bit. He's like, you know, I went birdie-birdie after that hole. And that's yep. why we love this game. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so, it's so irritating sometimes, man. <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. But yet we keep coming back for more.
0: it's so funny because I tell everybody that like asks me about golf, and I'm like, it's just one shot around. You play 18 yep. holes. If you're a terrible golfer, you're shooting you're taking 110 strokes, right? But, but inside that,
1: that one shot.
0: Inside that 110 strokes, there's always one shot in there that like makes you think yep. you can make it on the PGA tour. So you just keep coming back yep. for more.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly.
0: If I could just and play, if I happens, could just play happens, every hole, to like I played every hole like I played this one hole, then I'd be better.
1: It happens to people that are good too. Like it, it, that's just that's not only people that are bad. I mean, I play rounds and do the same thing. He hit one shot, and you're like, and this is why I always this is why I play. Yeah, to hit that shot, and it's usually a getting out of trouble shot. Those are my. Those are probably my favorite. That's those are my. Uh, that's the strong part of my game, I'd say. Getting Scra- out of trouble. Like scrambling. scrambling time. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and dude, there's a little bit of creativity goes with it. And...
0: I don't know. I don't know if there's a better feeling than holding out from a bunker, um, like a greenside bunker, holding out for either a birdie or a par. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a par, mm-hmm. like a par save, you just. You had a shitty hole so and then my, now all of a sudden you hole out and you're good to go.
1: So when I did the qualifier with Daniel in Minnesota, I uh, stayed up there for like through the weekend after. So we played and, you know, shot, did some filming and stuff. That's where we hit all those, you know, that's where those stinger videos come from. And uh, so we were playing a course and he hits a bunker shot and I actually posted the video of the shot before it, where I was recording and, and that's one of my, there's a, the, the, hi, my name's Daniel. I suffer from, so I posted that video of him and you, you, I'm sure you've heard the rest of that sound clip <laughs> from <laughs> from BDOC or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I post like, I was recording him. He hits that shot, hits a tree, it drops in the bunker. So I recorded that, stopped the recording. We're walking up to the green. He gets in the bunker and holds it out. Oh, He's like. No. He turns to me and he goes, you know, I'm going to be honest with you right now. It's the first time in my life I've ever hold a bunker shot. No way. And we weren't recording.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: like, yep, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: That's tough, He said that's the
1: first time he's ever been on a golf course and hold out from a bunker. So, like, he, like, I hit a shot before that to, like, probably, I don't know, six inches. And then he hits the bunker shot and holds it. And like I look over, and he's like, "I'm gonna be honest with you. It's the first time in my life I've ever hold out from a bunker. All this time that I've played golf." That's insane, man. And he's it's- a good golfer. Like, I mean, he's a good golfer. And to think right. that that was the first time, and we weren't recording. <laughs> well, that's like
0: I've told I've told this story a bunch of times, so I'm going to give you like a shortened version of it, but. I made Tiger Woods laugh on the 17th tee at Pebble Beach during the U.S. Open in 2019 on Sunday, oh. and I didn't have – I was not recording it. Oh, my gosh. Because if I had that video life clip – Talk about a life failure. Dude, I'm telling you right now, man. But, like, back then, I didn't even have a TikTok account. I barely used Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I was just enjoying the moment. But, yeah, everybody in the crowd is going absolutely nuts. It's Sunday. He's one of – you know, he's coming through on 17. They're all making a ton of noise. Everybody in the crowd shuts up. You could hear a pin drop. And I, I just look over my wife and I are sitting in the grandstands, like right on the railing. So we're 50 feet from tiger woods. And I just yell out as loud as I can. Hey, Joey, your calves are giving Phil a run for his money. And Joe LaCava and tiger woods, bro, just turn around. Absolutely. Busting up laughing. like tiger gives me a little head nod. Joey's giving me a nod. And I'm like, fuck, I don't have this on camera.
1: Yeah, somebody
0: does though. I you have to imagine, but if anybody's listening, if somebody listens to this, and you were at Pebble Beach 2019 and you have that clip, I need it. <laughs> Email me tnipodcast podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Dude, and hilarious. I I got Phil to laugh the same day. So Mickelson That's comes. Nice. Mickelson comes through same exact spot. I'm still sitting like right next to these guys. Same thing. Everybody's making a ton of noise. I wait for everybody to shut up, and then I just yell out, hey, Phil, Tiger who?
1: <laughs> and he laughed. Oh, dude, uh-huh. he
0: yeah. He did the same thing. He started cracking up laughing. He turns around. He, like, tips his little cap. I'm like, God, I didn't have that one on camera either.
1: Yeah, I've only been uh, – I've been to one professional golf tournament in my life. That's it. One round. I yeah, went, but it- – I went to uh, the – Valero, Texas Valero Open the year Speed won it two years, I guess two years ago. That's the only thing that's the only tournament I've ever been to.
0: But I feel and like he,
1: he had a mob following him.
0: I can only imagine because he's from it's where he's from.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had Char Charlie Hoffman was in the group with him, which he's another Texas guy. So yeah. Yeah.
0: But I gotta to like, imagine for you being like a competitive golfer watching golf for you has to have a different feel than like someone like myself. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I guess I, I still enjoy watching it for sure. Um, you got to go to the waste management. You, know, thinking that you can do that shot. You know, <laughs> it's more of like when they mess up, you're like, how the hell did they mess that up? Yeah. How you do got, they do that?
0: You got to go to the waste management.
1: Uh, planning on it next year in work in the works. It's so insane, dude. Yeah. I need, I need to be on that, that par three. I need to be on 16, hundred percent.
0: I played in January this year with, with the Coliseum. Like I was there three weeks before the waste management playing that course. So I had all the grandstands up. The Coliseum was built Did you? and I hit a nine iron into that green. It fell one foot short um, of the green in front of the flag, landed on the fringe, spun a little bit, but it was a downhill slope into that greenside bunker, Mm -hmm. that back left greenside bunker. If the ball would have gone, seriously, like one or two more feet in the air, it would have landed on the green. It would have stayed on the green. I would have been within 10 feet of the flag.
1: Yeah. And uh, so I walk up there. I played it without the grandstands, unfortunately.
0: It's a whole different golf course without
1: the grandstands. I know yeah I played it twice um, it's a cool course but i I'm definitely I need to play it with the grandstands so yeah
0: yeah or like yeah, second second planning. week of January is a good time to go before the tournament or if you go like the like a week or two after the tournament they still
1: have everything up yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely planning on being there for the next one
0: I honestly would suggest that you go play after the tournament is over yeah. Because if you go before they have all of the T boxes that the pros are going to be using for that tournament are all blocked off and you can't hit from them. But if you go after, then you'll have an
1: opportunity to like play from further back yeah. possibly. Yeah. We played, I played it twice and I played it both times from the, the tips and, yeah. and they had them tipped out. It was a, it was a fun course. It's the first course I played on that the the range balls were actually Pro V1s.
0: Yeah, it's fun doing that. When yeah. you get to actually hit a nice golf Actual ball of Pro V1s. Up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like even yeah. TPC Sawgrass they weren't like they were Titleist but they weren't Pro V1s. Oh, really? They had switched them out or whatever, but when we went and played the stadium course in Phoenix, it uh they were they were all Pro V1s. Yeah, there's a
0: couple courses up in Phoenix that are like real nice courses that have
1: Good practice. Yeah, I played boys. the, the week of paw. It's a super nice course, and then the yeah. uh, there's another course that holds the NCAA tournament. That was a, that's an awesome course too. It's White probably Hawk, either Gray gray Hawk. gray Hawk, Gray Hawk. Yeah, yeah, that's an that's awesome an awesome course. course too.
0: True North is another really good course up there as well. Yeah, I haven't um, played that one. They they own and operate the TPC Scottsdale as well, so it's like all the same kind of yep. quality.
1: Yeah, i haven't got to play that one yet yeah we could pause dude lauren 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 lives there so
0: i gotta hit him up the next time i'm in there i still have family and friends in arizona i usually go back like once or twice a year
1: yeah i was actually born in arizona that's where i'm from oh really not that area but yuma way down south yeah yeah were your parents
0: were your parents in the military
1: yeah when i was young um Now they do like government contracts and stuff. So they, they kind of moved like it's like a three to five year contract. And then if they don't win that contract, it moves to another military base. So yeah, that's kind of where all the moving came from.
2: Yeah.
0: Cause the only thing in Yuma is desert and the military base. And that's about it. Oh my
1: gosh. I mean, it's, it's grown a lot, but it's, I don't know. Arizona's hot. (laughs) people say the dry heat it's still hot there people in the i summertime. know i grew up like, uh, you're it's so hot your ac don't work in your car and you get out and you're back sweaty that's that's how it is
0: dude it's so funny that you just said that because one of my buddies was just here in tennessee this past weekend and he and i were talking about that because he's a, a mechanic and he was like, I keep getting these customers that come in and they're like, my AC isn't working. I need you to fix it. And he's like, cool. So he'll work on their car. He's checks everything out. Everything is working, working perfectly fine. And they're like, it's blowing like 56 degrees or 54 degrees is the air temperature Mm -hmm. that's coming out of this person's car. Right. And he's like, look, everything is working as good as you could possibly hope for. And they're like, it's not working. I, my car doesn't get cold enough. And he's like, it's 120 degrees out.
2: Like, it's be, not
1: going to
0: be happy that you can get your car to like blow 60 degree air at yeah,
1: you. Exactly. <laughs> that's how it is in arizona though i mean that's the good and bad yes you can golf year round but man those summers are hot yeah those rounds are cheap though man yep summertime let's say we played the we played the stadium course for under a hundred dollars so
0: yeah, you play in the middle of the afternoon. You can get on there for like seventy bucks. Sometimes you can get down to oh. like forty or fifty if you get like you know a later yeah, round. I, and think
1: we pay, I think we paid eighty bucks to play it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I used to tell well,
2: people. Bucks.
0: I used to tell people all the time that we're talking about dry heat in Arizona. I'd be like, "That's cool. Do me a favor. Go turn your oven on in your kitchen and set it to like the lowest temperature. Make sure it's like nice and heated up, and then just sit there and like hold your head inside of it for a little while nope. and let me know how that feels."
1: Nope, because that's what it feels like. Hot is hot. So, what do you think? Big time.
0: Nothing to it, man. Just now, you're just you're just out here like playing golf tournaments, creating golf outlaws. Now you're on podcasts. You're just making the making the the rounds.
1: Yeah, can you believe that in that short amount of time? It's crazy what this what this has all come to. It's <laughs> like that,
0: just like that. Who ever
1: thought? Who ever thought? Just from TikTok, you know. It is kind of crazy man like for all you haters out there that don't like TikTok look what this look what it's turned into for the golf side.
0: Yeah, especially over- the especially the golf man like it's so funny because when I decided to make this a golf podcast earlier this year I just researched that there were over 3 million podcasts that existed at the time and I was like okay well how many golf related podcasts are there and there were 110.
1: That's crazy
0: and i was like that is perfect cuz i could talk golf all day until i'm yep. blue in the face and <laughs> there's only 110 other people i got to worry about competing with
1: yep rick shields is one of them huh
0: yeah well <laughs> i mean according to one website i'm i'm a better
1: podcast than his so yeah i think he's uh good goods on there too i believe yeah, are that are they on there
0: yeah they're on there there's a couple of other websites that i can like get my podcast listed on um mm-hmm. but in order for them to like track my stats I had to pay like a subscription fee and I'm not that worried about it it's dude. Be cheap for that. Come on. <laughs> I'm just not worried. I'm just not that worried about
1: it, man. Like Yeah. Hey, never know, maybe one day.
0: Yeah, I'm like you, like I'm not trying to pay TikTok to promote any of my videos like Yeah. I'm not gonna pay a fucking website, however many dollars, even if it's five dollars a month. I'm not paying them five dollars a month just so that they can like show me my stats on my fucking podcast. Exactly. Like, yeah, I can look it up on the website that I already pay twenty five dollars a month just to upload my shit onto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. That stuff adds up. Oh, that's dude. real. That's first world problems, right there. That stuff adds up.
0: It does, man. Especially because like I always put a. a a song like music in front and at the end of each episode. And in order to make sure that I get music that doesn't have copyright issues, I have to have a subscription to epidemic sound so that I can pull yep. music off of their website and know that if I put it up on YouTube, it's not going to get flagged for some kind of bullshit ass copyright infringement. Like,
1: yep. So I tried the whole YouTube. Like that's what I started with, but I was spending like six to eight hours to edit a video for like 50 views and i was like yeah this is not gonna work yeah and then like the whole like i had to get soundstripe because of the copyright like you got to pay for the soundstripe so that you can use you know certain music and and have the right to use it or whatever or you you freaking get copyright strikes yep i was just like it's a lot of work yeah it, it is way easier you can but, pretty much use any sound clip there is available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they don't care.
0: And you know what's so funny too is that I see Pete like I've had a couple of my videos now. Like I did a video where I I clipped in that episode from The Family Guy where Lois is like, "So what do I do? Just aim for the pond." Yeah. And Pete, Peter's like, "No, you're not supposed to hit it in the water." She's like, "Well, you yeah, hit it exactly. into the water." So like <laughs> I'm, I made a whole video of like me playing golf on a course and then. Like I had a, I had a green side bunker shot and I ended up sculling it over the green into a pond. And so I made a video Aww. of like me getting ready to hit this bunker shot and her talking about, so what do I do? Hit it in the pond and <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, the sound off of that. But I what? can watch, but I can watch a chick in like her bikini do a live for four hours, listening to the fucking radio in the background. No, exactly, right. And that shit doesn't get shut down at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, women and stuff on TikTok. It's so crazy. Or like,
0: I'm not even kidding you. So Caitlin, this weekend, she posted that video where she was like, show me your sock tan line, right? So Mm -hmm. I stitched her video. I put a still photo of part of my foot, like my ankle with a tan line on TikTok and then I like I had it as the green screen and then I like popped my head up and just made like a reaction and then put my head down and then popped my head up and made another reaction and I just wrote in letters on the screen I said show me toes <laughs> and, and and look what t- it turned into TikTok fucking hit me with a community guidelines violation
1: oh my gosh and I was like I appealed
0: it, and then they were like, "Okay, never mind," and they restored the video. But I'm like, "How? How does that get a community guidelines?" Here's the,
1: here's the crappy thing about that with TikTok is I had one that did the same thing. I opened a safe, and there was something in the safe, so it yeah. got taken down. But like in like two hours, it was up to fifty thousand views and like five hundred or some crazy number of shares. Like it was taking off. Yeah. And then it got taken down. And I was like, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And so I appealed it. They put it back on, but it's like, now it's just a dead video. Yeah. It's like, I think they should promote the video. Like if you win an appeal, I think you should get a free promotion to where you could go promote that video. Yeah. Like I think it's stupid that it got taken down and like it was on fire. And then now it's just a dead video. Yeah. All because somebody reported it, you know? yeah but then you get guys The only video i've had taken down so far
0: and then you get guys Lovely. like fat like fat chops where he he posts a video and he he gets like 160 views and so then he makes another video commenting about how like this video only got 160 and he's like what the fuck tiktok and it's like yeah that's that's yeah. how it is the
1: shadow ban is the real thing it's so weird man it's like it's like every for me it's like every sixth video does well it's it's really weird
0: well so i i had uh bailey from quiet wave golf who was also at the southern invitational he was on the podcast last week his episode's going to come out in a couple weeks but we got into like he put out some pretty he's going to put out some pretty good tips on that podcast episode of if you want to have consistent success with your TikTok videos, there is like yeah. a strategy that you can follow. That's actually pretty simple.
1: Yeah. I think Chunky's been like, Chunky's been like digging into it all too. Yeah. I, I I haven't looked in the crap. I just post a video when, a, when an idea pops up to my head. That's it. Yeah.
0: Like the one, the one where you, I think everybody was doing like a what's in the bag or whatever. And you are like, here's what's in my bag. And you have all of your irons in your hand and you just
1: chuck them yeah, in your this, golf yeah, bag and knock yeah. it over. <laughs> Like it literally just pops into my head, and I run with it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, and I'm the same. I'm the same way. So I'll get some videos to get. I might post ten videos in a day, and like they all get five hundred views, and I'm like, ah, well, whatever.
1: Yeah, and then I mean, and then the idea pops in my head, like the whole judge idea that just popped into my head. Yeah, you know? yeah. And now, like, I'm I'm kind of sad I haven't done another one. I'm gonna do another one, but I have my, I have my victims
2: well
0: and then and then like the most successful video so the first video that i ever put out that actually did really well it got over three hundred thousand views i stitched together this video with like talladega knights in there and then i use cass holland she's the uh, mm-hmm. she's got a huge following she like two, i don't know maybe like two million followers on tiktok she's a Bevcart girl out in las vegas and uh The first week that that was on my page, it didn't do anything. And it was like the second week of it actually being on my page. For whatever reason, it just like went off because of something. And it went viral. So that one did like 300,000 views. But I put it like, I put some effort into editing that. It didn't take me a ton of time, right? It took like 10 minutes to put it together, right? But I tried hard to make that video. And then the one video that I have on my account right now that has gone the absolute most viral out of all of them was like my wife was coming home and i looked at her and i was like hey i gotta go yell at this dude on tiktok real quick i'll be right back and i'm like standing in my kitchen and i do like a fucking eight second video and all of a sudden it's got
1: two million views and i'm like responding to a comment caddy right yeah dude i'm like i'm
0: like man seriously and what pisses me off like it actually pisses it pisses me off because I got so many followers on my page because of that video, which is awesome because now it looks like I have a lot of followers, but they're all following me. Not because they want to watch shit about golf. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fine line, you know, now you, now you got something to live up to. No, I'm just going to keep doing, keep doing whatever pops into my head. It keeps something pops into my head. I throw it on there. Yeah. sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah. And if, if, if I delete my TikTok account tonight, like I'm not going to lose any sleep over it either. You know what I mean? So, you
1: yep. is what
0: it is. I'm actually, is. I'm actually real frustrated to myself that I didn't have the podcast idea in 2020 and I didn't stick on Todd and I didn't stay on TikTok to make golf related content in 2020. But right. I, I downloaded TikTok during the pandemic like everybody else did because I got put on work furlough for like four months.
2: Yeah,
0: and. By the end of that work furlough, I started going back to work and I was like, no, I got to get rid of this. So I literally deleted every single social media account that I had at the end of 2020. And I went an entire year into 2021 during the middle of the pandemic with no social media, dude, no Facebook, oh, no Instagram, no TikTok, I did, nothing.
1: I deleted, I deleted Facebook when all this crap started out because it started, you know, I started having family members spitting out their opinion is like, you know what, this is just it's not for me. I was right. Like, I, I I still haven't loaded it back on my phone. I still don't have it to this day. And you know what? My life's been fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I, I look back at like what the podcast could be if I, I, had, I had started it in 2020. Like and if my TikTok <laughs> had started and if I'd have just done golf related shit back then or had thought about it. Like, oh I know.
1: Dude you could have a big, you could have a huge fall on right now. Yeah. Yeah I did the same. I like I said I started TikTok about eight or nine months ago. So I wish I'd, I didn't do anything either. So I'm riding the boat with you. Yeah. Yep. I deleted Facebook, got rid of that. Had no, uh, I have no, uh, no thought inside my head that wants to know what, what everything's going on. And no. it is what it is. The last thing I want to do is get, you know, upset at a family member over an opinion. I'd rather just not know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. It's so funny too, because one of my, I have two older sisters and one of my sisters said like one of the most profound things to me about social media. And she was like, you know, mm-hmm. cause she's a couple of years older than I am. She's like, you know, I remember when, when I was a kid or like when we were all kids growing up, girls especially would have a diary and like you would write things down in a diary. And it was, devast it would devastate your world if somebody got a hold of your diary and read and your Reddit? diary oh yeah like you would you would die right like it, there's nothing mm-hmm. else that, worse that could have happened to you than somebody reading your diary and she goes now all we do is write in our diary online for millions of people to read every single day
1: yeah like it's so the dumbest weird? fucking
0: thing she's like i don't understand how this happened
1: <laughs> where, where did we make the switch at dude <laughs> <laughs> we're in the world where yeah where you write down all your stuff out and post it to everybody and then yeah. you know and then, and then on top of that where everybody's you know judged off their opinion so and so i'm like can't we just all get along like come on
0: and i'm guilty of it like, from time to time where i'm like hey it's thursday night i'm going to taco bell to get some tacos you know what i mean like i'll do shit like that sometimes on my page but but like there are other people where their entire account is literally just like a daily vlog of what they're doing every minute of every day. And I'm, I'm, I'm fighting against it. Like I understand that there's a value to do that if you want to try to grow a following to try to make it into any kind of a business. But at the same time, like I just don't have the thought in my head to like record me getting into my forerunner before I leave my garage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) That just doesn't. Like, oh, I must
1: have recorded a round of golf, like dude,
0: seriously. And I don't even have an eye range, man. Like, come on, Gene, what's going on right now?
1: GOC thirty, buddy, or GOC ten, sorry. We've got a we al- got a discount code for you if you need it.
0: I'm already using Chunky Golfers, but uh, don't use
1: Chunky Golfers.
0: Uh, He's I already coaching my people. I already used it. Oh, there. Look, I'm telling you right now, I am gonna have. I'm hoping he hasn't told me no yet. He's actually working on it right now because I asked him if he could do a fully custom I range stick that is not like any other I range that's out there at all right now. And he's like, Well, what's your time frame to get it? And I said, I don't have a time frame. Like, I don't need it tomorrow or next week. Like, but if you tell me you can do it, like, just let me know if you can do it. So he's legitimately making, I told him, I said, Look, I get it. I go, This is petty as fuck. But I want an eye range that everybody else is going to look at on TikTok and be like, "Fuck, man, why don't I have one that looks that cool?"
1: Exactly. There you go.
0: So, like, that's nice. what that's what they're working on for me right now.
1: Cool. Well, I'm glad you use Chunky's code. I'll, I give you permission. You know, I'm. I'll accept that.
0: I happened to talk to him before you, so if I had talked to yeah, you, you first, okay. I would have used your code.
1: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I approve of that. <laughs> Luckily, it was him. I yeah. am wearing a chunky yeah, right now. So I yes, I do approve of it. Yeah.
0: Well, he's got the chunky store open now too.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's
0: giving people twenty five percent off.
1: Yeah, we'll see uh, we'll see what his shirts are like in a couple of days when they get here. I'm I excited just about it.
0: I'm just dying because he was so adamant about Papa Chunky not getting a TikTok account and so like,
1: originally uh, when I first met, I guess I never never met him. Like he messaged me a long, like after I played Grant, he messaged me and he's like, Hey man, I just want to say thanks for representing the the chunkier people in this world. <laughs> and he's like, hey, can I send you? he's like, can I send you some hats? And I was like, I said, yeah. And I was like this. And I was like, but at the time I was like, I'm, I'm wearing other stuff. So I, I'm not going to put like videos and stuff all over TikTok with it. And he's like, Oh no. And he's like, nothing ever happened. So then six months later I meet Chunky for the first time at the Southern Invitation. I'm like, Hey, like, where's my hats? He's like, Oh, I thought you were mad at me. And I was like, no, I'm not mad at you. Read the, read the last message I sent you six (laughs) months ago. And he's (laughs) like, Oh man, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's like, Oh man, I get you. I'll get you hats. Don't worry.
2: He's like, I thought
1: you were mad at me. I was like, no, I wasn't mad at you. Like, I support you, buddy. That's so funny. <laughs> I was just trying to be polite about it and say, like, I'm not going to wear it in every single video I do.
0: Yeah, so yeah. like, don't get bummed if you don't see me posting a video. Yeah, don't get bummed
1: if time. you don't see it. You know, in every single video. That's yeah. all. I was just being upfront with them. Yeah, but I'm not in contract with anybody to wear anything. So yeah, you haven't you haven't me.
0: sold your soul to the devil yet.
1: I have not. I am not i have i have two i have two contracts signed right now that's it one of them's Tacomo for the irons and then the other one's flight scope yeah so what's Outside the, of that
0: so tell tell us more about the Tacomo irons because I know like you're you have the tacomo irons fat chops has the tacomo irons I think a couple of other people do right now like what's i had never so, heard draws, of Tacoma draws irons. Was the
1: original one Draws okay. was the uh how are the irons themselves?
0: Yeah, like I've never heard of that brand of irons before, but now I just see oh, guys the on TikTok. Happening. Irons
1: themselves are as good as any iron that I've ever hit. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they're legit and half the price. Like there's six hundred dollars for a set of irons. They're probably, I'd say they're similar to I'd say they're, they're similar to like Strixon ZX7s. They're like a high like in between the Shrixon and then the TaylorMade. The P7 MC or, not, or CB, P7 CB, the cavity back. They're kind of like in between those. I'm pretty sure the same company made them, but the, as far as uh, feel performance, like they're as good as anything I've ever hit. Like they're that good. That's awesome. Um, they're just not spending, like like they say, they're not spending the money on advertising. They're a direct to consumer. And what people, a lot of people don't realize is you can go, you can get, yes, you can't get fit for Tacomos, but you can go get fit, take your specs onto their website. And they have a, you know, a section that you can custom do them to, if you need them bent, flattened, whatever length, you can customize the entire thing. It's just, no. it's going to take a little bit longer to get them, but if you have a spec sheet to send them, you can still get custom done. It's just, you got to get custom fit from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, as far as pe- like they're a good company, they're growing super quick right now. They're like any, but any other golf brand, they're having trouble keeping up with the band. The shafts are their hardest thing. They've KBS is like, I, that was their main, but, they're so far behind with kbs right now now they're offering supposedly they're offering like four new brands coming up so supposed to help out ever since they signed uh bubby and steve from good good they're like good luck getting anything in stock
0: yeah and i think that's i think that's the one thing that maybe companies underestimate when they see the opportunity to advertise through social media instead of having to buy TV commercial space. Mm-hmm. I just think that they underestimate the impact that some oh, of these they, people I, are going to have on their business. I and think so they, like,
1: they- I think they like, like when they signed Bubby and Steve, like I, I think they knew what they're doing, but I just don't think that they realized that those people have millions and millions of followers right. as a group. And uh, yeah, they've taken a hit in a good way they're I mean they're they're having to figure out how to produce more I mean it's not it's a it's a good problem to have
0: it's definitely a better problem than the other than the other scenario yeah (laughs) I'd rather be worried about where I'm going to get shit versus people ordering stuff
1: yeah I mean I've met the uh their guy that runs their TikTok and stuff he lives in Dallas I played golf with him and met him and didn't haven't gone there from Finland. Didn't get to go on a trip to Finland. Didn't get yeah. invited for that, but <laughs> now he's that the guy that's running their, their social medias in Dallas. He's an interesting guy. <laughs> like he's been on uh so he does like video production as a living to start with. Um, he's the first person I ever seen with a gimbal. That's where I got mine from. Yeah. The idea. <laughs> and, uh, he was on American Idol like ten years ago, and like finished sixth singing. Like he was, a, he's a singer, and finished sixth or seventh on the show. Dang! So like he national anthems at like the Astros or the Rangers games and stuff. And it was like, you've lived a pretty cool life, you know that? Yeah, <laughs> you're an interesting guy. <laughs> but they're and as as far as quality and stuff, it's a like. They're as good as any other brand. They're just not tailor made because of the advertisement. Yeah. Now, could they get there? Time will tell. I can tell How- you they're sold out. So, I mean, they're selling. How old is the company? I would say between a year and two years, somewhere in there. It's still fairly new.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll take time to like break into bigger markets. Than- they got off
1: to a huge start though, like in their, you know, last year they had what was it that big big uh, YouTube channel that does reviews? Um it's like TXG or P I forget what it is. They're a huge review, like do golf club reviews and they they reviewed them and like were like, Yeah, these clubs are a real deal. So that that's kind of what started it. And then ever since then it's just they've been picking off social media people here and there. Draws was one of their bigger first people that they, that they signed up and he treats them well. They treat him well. So. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's a pretty simple, like, like my contracts, simple, just, you, you just tag them four times a month. That's it. It doesn't even have to be a video. You just tag them. It can be a photo of something and you tag them and it counts. And then. That's it. And they supply every, They supply all the stuff free of charge. So I mean, that's a
0: pretty good gig.
1: I'm not getting paid like the PXG guys are the PXG guys. I guess are getting, I, I heard they, they pay them. It's so like, uh, I know Licks. Licks is one of them that got PXG. Oh yeah. I think they pay like, I don't know. I think he said two or $3,000 they pay them. And then on top of giving them the clubs and stuff, but their their uh, contract is very, from what I've heard, it's very like you have to do this, have to do that. And if you don't do this, you know.
0: I think they give maybe like um... – You can do X amount of videos, however you want, and then like there's a certain amount of videos that you need to do the way that they want you to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, And then like Tomo doesn't have that. It's literally just tag them. Yeah. P X G is all. I mean, I guess if you're getting paid to do it, I mean, I guess they have the right to ask for it. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them for asking for it.
0: Yeah, and honestly, man, like. I don't know what any of those contracts is paying them, but let's just say that somebody was paying me $2,000 per month to like make videos for them. I'll fucking.
1: I was gonna say, you damn right. I'll
0: make videos for you. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you want me to do?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, I got to wear, I got to wear a rainbow colored clown wig and put a red nose oh, on it, like a, I gotta, dress
1: up like a fake, I gotta dress up like a fake judge. That sucks. Yeah, it you know? shucks, man. Like
0: <laughs> as long as that direct deposit goes through on Friday, we're yeah, good to go, buddy. Good.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Tacoma's uh they're getting ready. So they're like they've launched a couple new iron sets here in the last couple months, and then they're getting ready to drop the driver, which is what I'm excited about.
0: Oh, that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, they're sp- it's supposed to drop. It's dropping in the middle of next month, I think. But that's going to be the exciting one because that's a, that's a tough market.
0: It is. I talked to the guys at Freedom Golf about that, and they were like, you know, for right now, we're just sticking with putters and wedges. We're not trying to get into yep. – they're not even trying to fuck with irons or drivers right now or woods because yeah, they're like – I already
1: told, like, the guy here in uh, Francisco. I was like, you know, I'll, I'll hit it, but if it's 30, 40 yards shorter, there's 0% chance it's going in my bag. Right. You know? maybe like I care about golf too much. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm not going to lose 30 yards just to play it, you know, but they're promising that it's pretty good. So,
0: well, and the other thing too is let's say you hit it just as far as any other driver that you have, but now let's say your shot dispersion is greater. Mm -hmm. Then it's not worth it either.
1: I'll notice. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be good to go. You know, if I'm going to play it, it's gotta be a decent driver.
0: What are you what are you yeah. using right now?
1: What a driver? Yeah. It's actually a a Ping 410 LST, but it's got a, like a fancy shaft. It's got like a, a Japanese X-flex shaft on it. I'm using yeah. it for the shaft until the the new Ping drops. I thought the for the Ping 425, I wasn't a a fan of that driver, so waiting on the 430 is supposed to drop I think November. So I I <laughs> happened to find a 410 that had an expensive shaft so I'm, I'm sticking it through until it drops. Nice. I Like my 3 woods of Ping. Um LST the 425, irons are Tacoma, wedges are Ping. So I I, I kind of like Ping. So
0: yeah. What do you What what's your I mean everybody that I met at Southern Invitational couldn't shut up about like how far you hit the ball. But like how far are you driving a golf ball right now, on average?
1: Um, on average, so in like the Garmin app and stuff, where you wear the watch to keep track of it, my average is like three twenty-one. Oh, nice! With a, a lifetime high, I think of four ten. Hit a sprinkler head. Uh, TikTok hood. won't ever believe that. So, I got I got that extra gear that I needed. Yeah. I will tell you this, Mister Nick DelFico. Guess whose ass was 10, 15 yards behind on every single drive that day that we played? Your ass was behind me. I hit last every single time into the green. Just so you
0: know. <laughs> wow. Shots fired, Nick.
1: But you know what? He beat me. He freaking beat me God dang it! Yeah. All you're just damn last hole.
0: That's the thing about being competitive and being salty, right? Like when you lose the one thing that matters the most, you always try to find other things that you can oh, I like, know, right? Of course you're hitting it 10 yards further than him. He was hitting a two iron off the tee.
1: Yep, exactly, right?
0: Yeah. And when you bounce it off the trees and the woods, sometimes it can end up a little bit further.
1: If it wasn't for me hitting a ball out of bounds on the second hole that we played, you know, right? <laughs> Double. I started off birdie double. So, birdie the first hole and double the freaking second hole.
0: That's what they say about golf. It's a bunch of what ifs, what ifs, and yeah. shoulda, woulda, coulda. So I was on
1: cruise control all the rest of that round until the 18th hole. And then, then uh, you pulled the old Scotty Scheffler and, in. and Nick pulled the yeah, old I Rory McIlroy on 18th. It was it was ugly. Should have played it safe, man. Should have never had no business hitting driver on that hole. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is, I don't know if you remember what the, uh it was actually nine, but uh I forget what course it was. So it was like a, it's only like a 360 yard hole, but it goes uphill and then there was a lake to the left. All oh, the room yeah. in the world, to the right? Yeah. Snap hook it into the lake. Go figure. All the room in the world to the right. And I snap hook it. Uh, that's okay. I wasn't the only one to hit it in the water on that hole. So that's the, Colorado mental,
0: that's the mental
1: side. Yep. He took a two iron, put it right in the middle of fairway after he did that. I, that's what I should have done. Yeah. Cause nope. then you,
0: then you could have like rubbed it in how you can hit a better stinger.
1: Yeah, exactly. But he's a good player. He's got a date. his swings. He's got a good swing and his ball his contact is yeah, it's on point. Yeah. And I, we all struggle, like our entire group struggled on the greens that day. Cause we're all used to fast greens and those were slow. So like I had, I think I, I mean, I shot 74 and I, I had three, three putt bogeys um, doubled the last hole. And then had that double on the second hole that I hit it out of bounds off the tee on, but freaking two iron out of bounds it wasn't even my driver it was my freaking two iron oh no that makes it even worse <laughs> take a two iron to put it in freaking play and put it out of bounds it is what it is it was a fun time looking forward to the next one for sure no doubt
2: yeah
0: well, so here's an unrelated question. This will be my last question for you, and then we are I'll let you go unless you want to talk about anything else. Okay. But I had somebody else ask me this question, and I have forgot to ask other people, so I'm glad I remembered right now. If you have a chance to play at Augusta National, are you just satisfied with the, the fact that you're at Augusta playing golf and you don't care how poorly you play? Or when you get to Augusta, do you have to – do you have to play well in order to enjoy the fact that you were playing at Augusta? Oh,
1: I mean, I would enjoy that I'm there, but you're damn right. I'd want to play well.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like if I played, you know, I played crappy. I'd walk away and be like, "That sucked. But in reality, yeah, you would be happy to be there. Um, Lauren almost got a freak. Lauren was this close to getting a play there.
2: Are you serious?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh
0: man. Yeah, he's what did he? Just the one that played. How many different yeah, rounds? He's
1: the one of- that did the the 101 rounds in 50 days in all 50 states or 95 days all 50 states. Jeez. Yeah, he he was this close to getting in into Augusta, and it just the the timing didn't match up with the guy that was going to get him in. It was oh. literally. Like the route it was gonna happen and the timing just didn't it didn't time out right on his trip. And he I was actually that's how I met him is I, I went and played with him when he came into Texas. Okay. And I was the only one on his entire trip that went and played with him. Really? Yep. I drove four, I drove four hours to Lubbock to go play with him. And I was the only one on his entire trip that like as far as like TikTokers or people, yeah, that went like and actually wanted to, I was like, I was like, this is freaking cool. Why wouldn't you want to play? Yeah, part of that.
0: Okay, so here's another question: Do you scrap your hundred rounds in ninety-five days in fifty states that year just so that you could play at Augusta and then just start over from scratch the next year? Say, you know what, it was awesome, but fuck it, I got a chance to go play at Augusta. I'll just do this next year.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I got to get Lauren on 100%. here. I got to ask him. You're scrapping it to go play Augusta.
0: That's what I would do. That was my first thought. Was, Fuck it, man. Like, I'll stay here for the next three weeks if I have
1: to. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm 100%. playing Augusta. 100%. Yeah. Start the, start the trip over. Yeah, just start so at the managed. next year. Yeah. No, it, like, his whole journey was pretty crazy. Like, the stuff he was, like, I mean, he, he drove everywhere. And then I mean, you know, he flew to Alaska and flew to Hawaii. That was it. Dang. And he started it. He started it in Alaska. That's where he started. And he literally started at the time like everything was shutting down. So he had like a week window that it was even possible. And then when he hit the East Coast, that was when I forget one of the hurricanes was hitting the East Coast. So he had to like go back the other direction, go all the way to the West Coast, like. It was nuts. like it's nuts. And like we'd play, we were playing, I think one of the last times we were, I was playing with him. It started raining and lightning. And he's like, he's like, he looks at him and he's like, this could have ruined the trip. And it never once happened the entire trip. He never had one. He played in rain like two or three times, but outside of that, never had a hiccup.
0: That's insane. Never man. never had
1: a, flat, like never had a flat tire in his car. Nothing went wrong with his vehicle. Nothing. Driving he, all over the United States. Did he put those videos on seventeen thousand? He put seventeen thousand miles on his car doing it, or something like that. Was and that just never... all
0: on his TikTok, or did he put that on a YouTube
1: page, or what? No, he put it on. It's all on TikTok. All on TikTok here and there. His problem was he was on the wrong side of TikTok. He was on the uh, like. <laughs> Like ninety five percent of his comments are all women. Oh, like he was on the women's side of TikTok instead of like the golf side of TikTok.
0: Yeah, where there's like ninety percent dudes following him. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like that would actually be like, damn, this is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, like people don't even know like, like the like a the cost. I mean, it was a hundred thousand dollar trip just by itself, and then that's uh, unreal. Like just like it's i mean it's cool he's got a world record so have you not not actually official yet but it's about to be
0: like guinness book world records is getting involved in it
1: getting it's getting put into the actual guinness book world records so that's sick he's going for 365 and 365 next time dang man yeah that's his next goal that's pretty awesome is Aaron gonna beat you? Probably. No, oh, come on. She
2: probably she
0: probably will. I'm okay with that. Bit. Oh, have you Aaron? I love you. If you beat me, you beat me. It it's deserved and well earned if you win. So no hard feelings. <laughs> um have you heard of the super fan sprint, guys? No, I have not. All right. So check out on Instagram or on TikTok, super fan sprint. But it's three buddies from Canada one works in LA now. I think one works in like New York and then another one still lives in Canada. Um, but the 2024 PGA tour season, they're going to live out of a bus and they're going to drive all across the country. And they're going to go to every single PGA tour event of the season.
1: See, that'd be cool too.
0: Yeah. They're looking for sponsors. They're doing like a, um, um, Kickstarter to get people to like donate money to their cause cause they mm-hmm. got to go buy a bus then they got to retrofit it <laughs> and then they're doing the same thing like they're going to fly to Hawaii and they're going to start out at like the tournament of champions out there and then they're going right. to come back into LA they'll do the California swing you know the Phoenix go out to the Florida swing like they're going to go to every single event and one of the things that they're trying to figure out how they're going to coordinate um, right now is the weeks where the PGA Tour has dual events
2: Ooh, like the yeah. week
0: the week that they have the Corrales yes. Punta Cana Championship in Port uh in the Dominican, there's another PGA tour event here in the States. And so mm-hmm. because well, it's same th-
1: thing with the majors too. On the when yeah. you have majors, you have a PGA event going on when the majors going on. So yeah.
0: I think they're just gonna go to the majors.
1: Yeah. Which I don't blame them. Um so like the Barracuda is one that's played during a major. Yeah. And then uh there's a couple. I, f- I forget what those are. I know the Barracudas play during a major, but one
0: of the it's things that they're like, going to do yeah, is I like if they have weeks where they have two events that they want to go to, they're going to look for like a fourth person to join their crew so that they can send two people to one tournament and two people to the other two, tournament. Two and two, yeah. yeah. And I already t- I told them because I met these guys earlier in the year, and I was like. Hands down, if you need somebody to go to the Dominican, I will go with you and I will go back oh, out there yeah. and play golf out there. <laughs> don't
1: don't threaten me with a good time.
0: Yeah, seriously, man. That course out there. But yeah, you should check them out, man. They're, they're super cool, dude. Like they, they're trying to grow the game of golf legitimately. Like they're trying to help people with mental health issues. They, they all kind of in their own way suffered from a little bit of mental health during the pandemic because they were in Canada and it was a lot worse up there than it was here in the United States with the lockdowns and stuff. And so golf was really like the only thing that kind of kept, kept them sane. Yeah. Um, and actually next week, next Tuesday, I'm going to record another episode with those guys. I'm going to have a second episode with them and they're going to talk more about like where they're at in their planning process. Um, getting to the masters is going to be the biggest thing that they're going to have a challenge with is. is oh great. yeah. Cause
1: that's a selection. Yeah. And that's yeah. already been done.
0: Well, they're gonna go for the 2024 season. And
1: okay, so yeah. So they right. got like exactly.
0: another they have another two seasons basically to work, or they have a whole gotcha. season to worry about getting all the kinks out for that 2024 season. Gotcha. Especially now that the PGA tour got rid of their wraparound schedule and now they're just going back to a
1: calendar schedule. Yep. So Yep, yep. That'll be that'd be pretty insane.
0: But yeah, so just get on their pages right now because they have like an entire website. They're they're blogging about it. They're going to create a YouTube channel. They're probably going to turn it into a podcast so that they can, their whole intention is to literally film and document every single minute of every single day that they can of their entire journey. So like just them driving it, like they're going to have to drive from California to Florida in three days in order to go from one tournament to another tournament in the beginning of the season. And there's three of them in this bus.
1: That's going to be fun.
0: And they're going to have GoPros and like cameras and shit set up inside the bus. They're going to live stream stuff at certain points. Like they're going to have, rules of the bus like whoever's driving gets to be the one that choose the music that's playing and like all that other kind of nonsense because they all have different tastes in music and so yeah
1: yeah that'll be a fun journey
2: yeah yeah it's it's they're like gonna
1: be Lauren, he did his thing to get his world record or whatever he had to have like he had to have video footage time stamped of playing the course the scorecards from every single course like they they required a bunch of stuff to be like submitted to get the actual record, but he did it. I mean, like it, like, I think he had to have him sign. Like the, he might've had him have him like, it had to be signed by the somebody at the golf course. I mean, if
0: you're going to do it, you you might as well do it all. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was just a dream. He's like, I literally had a dream one night. woke up and was like, yeah, this let's make it a reality. (laughs) That's where it all started. Yeah, and he and he funded it all himself too. That's like, and I was like, man, if it had been done like that's just, that's like the crappy part. like, if you'd have, if you'd have been on the right side of TikTok, like the golf side, like you could have gotten some rounds paid for. I mean, there'd have been people jumping in on that. Yeah, for sure. Sponsors. He's like, well, there's always next time. Yeah, <laughs> next exactly. Time, right? <laughs> yeah, but he he's planning on doing like a like a documentary of it and like writing, I think he's, he's planning on writing a book about it and like, like just everything that went on and it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Well, man,
0: I appreciate you coming on Stefan. thank you so much, dude.
1: Well, Hey, I appreciate you. Uh, you having me, it was kind of fun. we will do it again.
0: It's not bad, right? It's just a couple of dudes talking golf
1: with a freaking flag background, you know?
0: Yeah. You're just representing everything that you can.
1: Exactly. So you got everything represented there.
0: <laughs> now, thank you so yeah, much, man. Yes, I appreciate Time flies it. Right? It does. I look forward to uh, seeing you in Orlando in November and uh, yes, sir. anytime that you want to the come Outlaws back on, just let a, me know.
1: Outlaws will be, a you know, it should be, I'm trying to end it by then. So it's going to be, a it's going to be a battle, but that's the plan.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe the two of you can merge and the outlaws and the southern invitation will become like, entire- sure, like
1: everybody's tagging me on stuff. I, I text TY the other or uh I think either yesterday or today. I was like, Man, these people are tagging me thinking that like I'm gonna get them in the Southern Invitation. I was like, I don't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I know. It was like they're starting to like starting to uh like associate it with it, but I told him, I, I offered. I was like, I was like, we need to have the two the two people last standing play their match there, and people watch it. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna be too busy. So, uh, all right, maybe next time.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe he's just wanting to keep them separate.
1: Oh, I think it's because they they have a schedule they're keeping, and it's already hard enough to keep that. So, yeah. Do they have uh, some big plans? Though, hold, so this should be a good time. Yeah, I agree. All right, buddy. And I'll well, you, see you. Yeah,
0: maybe if I'm maybe if I'm lucky enough and my handicap's low enough, I'll I'll be included in your group. I don't know.
1: Never know. Never we we know. play from the tips, buddy. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cincinnati's never going to live that down. By the way.
0: Well, now that I know, I'm going to make sure I give him shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. You need to give him shit. Yeah. He's been dishing it out. He he. he, he He's got to be able to take some of it. Yeah. He's probably waiting for that guy to give it back to him. He's probably like that, he's probably that he's waiting for it. Yeah.
0: Well, it's he's just like it's like uh like Iron Man triathlons, like you have the person that won the triathlon, right? But then they do age group victories. So like maybe Cincinnati just won his age group.
1: Yeah, right? You know. <laughs> Hey, man, how many T's were you ahead of us?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> were you playing from two or three ahead of us? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All
0: right, man. You guys have a good night.
1: All right. We'll catch you later, man. Appreciate you having me. All right. Bye. Until next time. <laughs>